book of grind is open the book of grind is here guys the book of grind brown and growling brown growling brown what's what's, what's with this growling brown tell me more oh, man. <laughs> i just i just love a good growl when i'm working out man <laughs> <laughs> it's like when 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 the workout's getting hard just going just That's getting it. it out I love it, it. it helps it helps me out big time I love that. I love that. I'm a, I'm a fan of a growl. I've, I've been trying to. I've been trying yeah. to cage the, the 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 growling beast at workouts recently, just to just to try and yeah. be more centered in what I'm doing. Because sometimes right. I start growling and it just takes me away. It takes me away to the point where I'm just growling, like drinking my water and stuff. Like it's it's, it's, it's a bit it's a bit too much, you know. But, and, that, uh, and that turns in that turns into gargling. <laughs> the floor, like, what the hell's wrong with this guy, man? He's, yeah, he's, already, exactly. he's already here with his socks on, half half wearing his shoes, half wearing his shoes, half not wearing his shoes, and he's growling while he's drinking his water. <laughs> like, he need, he needs help. He needs help. Good growl. Good growl is needed. So I, yeah, man. sometimes, sometimes this is this is, this is an overshare, but sometimes <laughs> I have a little I have a little growl to myself on the way to the gym. When I when I'm like driving to driving to the gym, and I'm just like I'm about to kill this workout. I need to yes. just kind of let something out in me. I think yeah. it's totally natural. I think, I think it's totally natural. I think, I think you've got, you got to go there with yourself, man. That's it, man. Get the yeah. uncage, unleash the animal. That's it. What 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 exercise made you growl in your workout? Oh man, it's just when you like start to push it a little bit. Mm. So I was trying because uh, I didn't know if I was gonna like I didn't know where in my day I was gonna. I just I had the energy for a workout today, and like my body felt good. So I was like, oh, I wasn't really necessarily expecting to work out today, but I just woke up. I was like, I'm going to get it in. I'm going to do it before the before uh, before the podcast. Otherwise, I'm not going to get a chance to. And so I just wanted to hammer out a bit of like just I only had about half an hour, so I wanted to hammer out a um, bit of a conditioning circuit. So towards the end, it's like 20 minutes in. It's like okay, now now this is where the heart rate is staying high, and uh, mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to bash through it. So. That's when I started just just repping out some growls as well, <laughs> repping out some exercise and repping out some growls. I love and, it. Uh, I love it. Yeah. So it just yeah, it just helps, man. It just like unleash a little bit of that energy and just yeah, get man. some of that, that pri primal power. Love it. Love it. That's I actually read something on Instagram this week. I'll send you it after this. Mm. Um, the guy was talking about sound and uh, mm. and movement, sound and movement, yeah. how they're synonymously linked. Like this is obviously links back to to our pre. <laughs> pre-podcast uh tease yeah. on instagram like hearing hearing exactly. a good song and then moving to the good song and like what that does to our, our genuinely our energies and i, I feel, feel mm -hmm. like I, I don't know anything about chakras or all this kind of stuff people talk about but i imagine that they help you just align that word alignment right always kind of comes up yes and uh and having like something trigger that part of your brain and then your body kind of be in sync with the tune or whatever it must uh it must bring out something like primordial in us you know what i mean like where we just have yeah. to war dance or hacker or something like that yes. it's just uh it's, it's 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 there you know what i mean yeah exactly well that video you sent uh, me earlier this week of uh, eric thomas's motivation video you owe you right yes and uh, and he's like i don't know anything about rugby i don't know the new zealand uh, anything about new zealand except uh, you know i know about the all blacks why because they're winners right and winners keep winning and then you just cut to them just doing the hacker and it's mm. just like yes <laughs> you just you have to get jacked watching that crap man that's, that's, it, no way. that's it. And I, I think I had this chat with a client this week uh, about the things that make you align with that part of you because that part of you gets shit done. You know what I mean? Regardless mm. of, of the situation. And if you can get jacked for anything, if you can get jacked for literally, it doesn't matter what you're doing in your life, really kind of find a, find a fire behind it. You can do anything. You can legit do anything, right? And this, this, this is why I love ET so much because he... Um, 
he uses his own story, obviously, which I think we mm. all need to do. But then it's, it's, it doesn't matter what you're doing. It's if you're cleaning the street, if you're cleaning the floor, you're sweeping up outside, make it legit. And if you can find some yes. fire behind why you're doing it, well, literally legit. Mm. Like we talked about this last week about like your, your genes expressing themselves. So like everything mm. we do, we're teaching ourselves something, right? We're teaching ourselves how to, yes. how to be through that, through that activity. And you can be being while being weak and being kind of mopey and wee and whiny and whatever or you can be being while being fire you know what i mean i know which one i'm going to choose you know i mean sometimes you need those yeah. reps where where you kind of chill and whatever but sometimes you need those reps where you just i need to cultivate this beast you know i mean i need to kind of make friends with him all the way through the day and uh this this is this is a, i'm going to kind of speed off into a different uh topic that i thought about this week right mm. and uh and the, the phrase in my head was keys keys like a car key keys to my colossus and that that basically to me means what are the things that i need to put into this lock imagine like a imagine like a door that has multiple keys in it and you need to click and turn and click and turn and click and turn a few different things to unlock you to unlock that like tony robbins calls it the giant within right that everybody has this giant within them that that they can literally call upon to complete a task to get them to to do something like quit smoking or just just be be who they need to be in that moment. You know what I mean? What are, what are your keys to your colossus? And I had to think for myself, and that, that, that word kind of resonates, right? Because it's, it's a sick word. You think of X-Men, you think colossus in that metal man who can like can't be stopped kind of thing. But then yeah. there's um there's just there's it's just kind of one of those words that though I think the, the word itself just means something that just unstoppable force, right? You mm. can just get shit done now. And um, for me, it's like always comes back to family. Always comes back to my why. Always comes back down to how how I want to, what kind of legacy you want to leave. And this 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 is ties into the uh, the Ray Lewis speech that I sent you. Did you listen to that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so good, right? Well, the, the bit in there where he's like, "Whatever you're gonna do, do it. Leave your legacy." When he says, "Leave your legacy," I just like that's I'm, I'm just it's just game face, just game face. Like I I listen to that on the way to trading in the morning. Sometimes I'm listening to it at four in the four in the morning, and I'm just like, "This this is getting done now." doesn't matter what it is, mm. it's getting done. Like, I'm not going back to bed anymore, you know what I mean? That's, that's, that's done. <laughs> yeah. That's old news. Yeah, man. I'm too awake now. That's better. That shit is way better than caffeine. <laughs> yeah, too right, man. That's because that's it's coming from inside, right? It's grabbing a yeah. hold of you and being like, what are you? What are you right now? Where are you at? And uh, I love that. I love that. And this, did you know, I mean, I'm going to bring this into the podcast. The, the week that we had off, like, mm. that was me not aligning with, with, the things I need to get done, and you, we right. had this chat, a chat off air where you, you, you mm. called me up on it, and you said, "Look, I need, I need this, I need that," and that was the best thing you could have done for me. You know, legit, the best thing you could have done for me because the week since has been so aligned in so many Amazing. good ways, and we're, we're going to get into the, the name. And genuinely, big thank you. No, not that you didn't do it in a kind of pissed off way, but you did it in an expectant way, which is you expect me to be better than I was, and I, I mm. need that. You know, I mean that that that's mm. the whole point of all this. Like we, you hold me accountable. We we speak on this stuff as our, as our own experiences, and our listeners mm. listen. And now it's like, okay, what about you? What are you doing? You know, what I mean, and, and that's the light you shone on me. It made me see that I was where I could optimize. Okay, find more time, make more time, sleep better, so you can get up better, and you can and you can organize this here and even though you've got more clients coming at your butt than ever fantastic fine <laughs> good run with it you know what i mean run with it and yeah. um and keep going because you know you want to do all you want to spin all these plates well and spin all these plates mm. um yeah. and that, that links into the name the name book of grind brown and that's like i heard mm. this quote and i've talked about it on the podcast before um it was on some guy's youtube page back in the day day and i think it was um it's like one of these have you heard of 3d mj 
No. 3D Muscle Journey. They're like Eric Helms. Okay. Oh, I've yeah. heard of Eric Helms. Yeah. yeah, Eric Helms. I think Eric Helms, Alberto Nunez, one of those, one of their guys, uh, I think it was Alberto Nunez's video actually, right? And he talked about how this other guy on his video uh, mm. said that that's a quote that he liked, which was the book of grind has no missing pages. So if I'm going to, if I'm going to write this book, which is I've got to do my training in the morning, I've got to do work on clients. I've got to make sure I, I work on getting new clients I work on sustaining and progressing current clients. And then there's meal prep and then there's family stuff. And then there's business stuff and there's all this other stuff. Second, second training through the day, washing your clothes, making sure you sleep properly, yeah. making sure you breathe properly, making sure you get, you make time for the podcast, all these little things. Yeah, man. There's, there's not nothing. There's no missing pages in that book. You know what I mean? So, mm. get after it. Simply put, find, find, find your colossus and make friends with that guy, and then go and go and go and be all that you can be. You know what I mean? Hundred percent, man. And yeah, get yourself always, always, yeah, course correcting, man. That's what you, we talk about all the time as well, and that's mm. what we do. And that was, um, and it was. I mean, that was that was a really great experience for me as well. It's like you know, <clears throat> in the sense that when. Um, when we had that missing week and it's like you felt misaligned and how it impacted me it was like okay let me think about this you know let me think about why it's impacting me the way that it is let me think about um let me try and uh, picture it from umar's point of view let me think if i'm like you know being reasonable and calling this out all those different things because that was a process that i hadn't really been through myself for uh, at least a very very long time because you know to just like the kind of like the nature of doing a bunch of stuff on my own i haven't had um uh, that kind of relationship with someone where I've had to rely on them for a little bit, right? And and so that was a really interesting experience. So it was it was growth for both of us for sure. It was just uh, uh, it it was me trying to figure out why it had the impact on me that it did, and then me um, also trying to put it to you so that we were both back in back in that alignment basically as well so again it, it's it and like with the way you described it as well the expectant thing that was um that is true because it ends up being a bit of a mismatch in expectations so that's what i was trying to really think about as well and really feel which was you know if you feel like you're impacted in by something in a negative way part of that is because there's a mismatch in expectation as well in that um <clears throat> It's like I know, I know you. I know you live yourself up to a high standard, and so because I see that, if that goes slightly below, I'm like, oh shit, what's just happened? You know, mm. and uh, and then uh, so you help me see how things affect me, and then you know, like you said, I helped you to get get yourself back into alignment as well. And I, you know, I appreciate that. I appreciate um, that it. I appreciate that it happened as well, so that we could we could both experience some some growth out of it as well and um, and it really helped me also to kind of get back in the groove as well because the fact that this is a weekly thing that we do this podcast it really does um, i noticed by you know conspicuous by its absence as well that if when we didn't do it i was like oh it was a little bit flat during the week as well and uh and so because it, it, it's it's a nice marker in the week of something where we get to you know articulate things to each other or just you know to get things off our chest to really try and think through things and speak uh, speak our truth and that's a really nice way of a, getting aligned as well and then that was missing so I was like oh shit this is also how um, it's it's kind of had that effect and um, 
And so, yeah, so it's kind of like it was an unexpected uh, break, but it was necessary break as well uh, for uh, for the reasons they happened. And they both and they helped us they helped us grow as well. Too right, man. Too right. I like I like what you said there about the the repetition of getting this opportunity each week to talk through mm -hmm. things with with yourself to articulate ourselves. And I've talked about it in the past, like not being able to do that in the past, but now having a forum where it's scheduled and every week we sit down, we just talk. I mean, like people, people who know us know the podcast is not, it's not massively planned. It's not massively overthought of. I mean, we, we've started to, I think today's probably the longest we've chatted before we've come on air um, yeah, in a long time. For you know, a because, yeah, because yeah, we realized that we, we start talking and it's good stuff. It's stuff that we enjoy talking about. We want to present to the world, but we haven't even pressed record yet. So it's like, okay, yeah. get, get that on. Um, and yeah, I, I, I completely resonate with that. And that, I think that's quite, in, I've realized now that it's a, invaluable thing that i was i was not prioritizing as highly as i should have prioritized it within the, the the scope of my week because of what it because of what practice it gives me for my week if that makes sense mm. like the yeah, way you said it helps you align and then you start your week with clients and you know that it's almost like you walk into a room and now you're prepared you know what i mean the people mm. around you look to you with expectation and you're you've now drilled this is this is drilling you know what i mean this is this is the same as doing the arm drag, doing, doing the, doing the inside drag, inside leg tap or whatever, or like whatever, you know what I mean? Um, mm -hmm. in, in terms of jujitsu or in terms of boxing or whatever, rolling the hooks, it's the same thing, but it's for conversation. And so, and it's for expression, like you talked about. And I think that that's a, that's a key thing. And I, I, I don't pre doing this. I think you're, you're totally right. I had, I had a bit of experience with this when I was in London last year with, with a few of my flat, with two of my flatmates, we had some amazing chats and, mm -hmm. uh, then coming back to Leicester, me and TJ have definitely picked up on that as well, but then it's different mm. with yourself. You know, it's a different experience. And uh, yeah, man, like you said, it definitely sets you up for the week. Yeah. And yeah, I'm lucky in the same way as well, where like I have great conversations with my housemate as well, where we just, um, you know, it ends up being challenging in the sense that you just go down routes that in your brain that you haven't been down before, or you just kind of forgot they're there. So the important thing is to be able to uh, articulate what you're saying so that um, it actually makes sense to yourself as well, you know, not just to other people, because you can be talking and you're, you're halfway through something and realize, actually, I didn't even realize that what I thought about this doesn't make any sense. So um, I have that ability with someone else. And, you know, we talk about, uh, we and you and I have that ability to express the other side of us as well with each other as well and it's that's for me is just it's so so important to be able to converse and have good conversations with people not just like surface level bullshit where you know you just you meet up with friends and you haven't seen them in a while so you end up getting the small talk and in the beginning because you've got to warm up to each other again and uh, but then you kind of get stuck in that zone and you're just talking about, you know, like the washing machine broke down or something like that. <laughs> it's like, all right, but, uh, you know, two hours later, three hours later, you know, you guys got to go and I'm probably going to see you again in a few months time. I mean, I was, you know, I was hoping something for a bit like, you know, you don't realize it, but uh, I think a lot of people might not realize it as well, but your soul is looking for something a little bit more fulfilling than the conversation about your fucking washing machine. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> Too right, bro. Say, say, that, say that again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so it's like, like, just get, um, uh, get good conversations in. They help you to be a better human being because, it, like, I remember, um, 
you'll know this person. I don't want to. I don't want to say it out loud. But I remember when we used to go for uh, conversations, uh, like uh, post training at Wave after like open mat, and sometimes we get into a conversation, and like you know, random people will come and go, come and go, and. I would notice that there was this one individual who would talk, but would never really finish his line of uh, line of thinking and bounce into the next thing, and then bounce into the next thing, and bounce into the next thing. Um, there was no coherence, and it was also just it was basically it was nonsense as well. It's like you're not actually making a useful or a valid point in whatever we're talking about, and it just basically, um, and it just smacks of someone who needs to be able to have conversation. It's almost like they had a bunch of ramblings stuck in their body and they just have to get it out but there's so much of it they don't even get to a point where anything's lost it can be tense so um which is you know, for me that's that's quite unfortunate and you know obviously to be around that is a little bit yeah, it's a bit tough you know it's like to put, kind of put up with that kind of thing but i have that uh, I, I just think about it from a point of okay why is this happening and uh, I'm like, okay well here's somebody who has an opinion on something but just hasn't had probably the way i look at it is is hasn't really thought about it very well and doesn't really have a way of trying to figure out what they're saying and um and conversation is a helpful part of that so when they finally do get into a conversation and want to talk and like that seems to come up they just uh, they're just kind of like rambling and uh, there's no good quality um conversation coming up and it's just really uh, it's just it's just really yeah it's really strange so i hope i hope that for people is just just try and coax good conversation out and uh, just, you know, ask open-ended meaningful questions as opposed to um, like closed, closed ended and the simple stuff like, how are you? Because there's a, there's a very, very standard response to that. It's like, yeah, I'm fine. How are you doing? Or just like, yeah, you, it is ask it a different way where it, it triggers you to think about something differently. Um, right. So, yeah. So I'm always, I'm always like kind of banging on about making sure People have good conversations because it um, it helps you. It literally helps you become a better human being and understand yourself better. I totally agree, man. I totally agree. That that's hmm. it's the subtext of what we're doing here, right? I mean, we're talking about we don't really talk about current events. We don't really talk about training too much. We we talk about being. You know, I mean, how are you yes. being? Like, literally, how are you living? How are you living? Right? Um, where's that from? How are you living? Uh, I can't remember where that's from, but that uh, there's 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 a story tied to that. I'll try and remember where that is. Um, okay. It's basically somebody asks the other person just just how you're living, and it's such a such a powerful question sometimes, where you think about it like, what what are you doing day to day? How are you actually being day to day? Is is there is there an annoyance in you that you need to clear? Is there a is like that this, this person you referred to? Not it's not coming to mind who you're referring to, but we'll, we'll chat about it after. Um, yeah, <laughs> so evolve, achieve, thrive, unplugged, like yeah. <laughs> post-show post chat. Um, yeah, and it's that person clearly has something they need to work through, and they're trying to work through it, but they yeah. haven't yet figured out the tools or the keys to to open up that tool chest to actually formulate a proper opinion, or even follow, it or even realize that this is a dance. You know, I mean, like we, yeah. we and you, yeah. me and you were sat in our chairs, but we're dancing right now. Like there's, there's a conversation <laughs> flowing. You know, I mean, that like Whitney Houston's cranking, and we're going. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and uh, it's, it's, it's that 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 permeates all of life, right? Yeah. And uh, I, I think whether you're in a workplace and you and you've got to get something done, you've got to coordinate with somebody else, or you've got to linking it back to training, you've got to make sure you hip hinge with your thoracic spine in check, otherwise you're all over the place. You know, I mean, this this 
this awareness of where you're currently at is just needs to be had. And I think this forum is just two people who enjoy each other's company, who can talk with 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 some awareness. And it helps us both develop. You know, I mean, like I said earlier, we, we, we take this now to, I'll have a chat with my mom, I'll have a chat with a friend, I'll have a chat with this, learn that. And I'll be able to draw from this. Whereas I've, I've experienced that same thing with close friends where having a chat with them and they're a million miles away. And it's like, it's, it's okay once in a while, but generally, if you're a million miles away all the time, hmm. this is not productive. And you know that that person is not just a million miles away with me, but they're a million miles away with everybody else. And that almost makes you feel like you need to either reach out or you need to do something because this person can't call and live like this. You know what I mean? Because that, yeah. that, that's an absent life. That's an absent life yeah. that's going to produce zero product because you're not connecting with anybody you're meeting. Mm-hmm. You're connected with them on, on such a, on, like you said, such a, such a surface level that there's no real work being done. And then the, yeah. the, the analogy he used, like, uh, well, not the analogy, but the saying you said, which was, well, my soul was hoping to get something more out of this. Then yeah. just hear about your washing machine, right? That's so true, man. That's so so true. There's um, there's just more to be had, but I think people mm. sometimes don't have the tools to to access that, right? Yeah, exactly. I think um, it's so obvious when somebody's absent as well from the conversation, and uh, and like you say, like every now and then somebody's going to need to check their phone. Is maybe you're just waiting on something, but um, but if that starts to dominate, then then there's a problem because you're just basically saying you know, you'd rather be somewhere else than be here, or um, the action is suggesting that even if you don't necessarily uh, are in that frame of mind, because you know, we can get hooked on that kind of thing as well. And I've seen it happen. You know, like um, it's just you know friends who just occasionally just like check on their phone. You're in the middle of saying something, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm listening." I'm like, "Yeah, but you're not." It's like a white man can't jump. You're hearing it, but you ain't listening. <laughs> like, what does that even mean? It's like you're hearing it, but you ain't listening. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's freaking great. Um, and yeah, and that's, that's exactly what happens. Um, you just end up being you just end up being absent. Yeah. And uh, I, I I once had it as well. From uh, it, it kind of shocked me as well. Like this woman I was dating a little while back, and she just went, "You are so present." <laughs> she's like you're just like ridiculously present i was like oh all right okay i'll i'm just basically i'm there i'm actually listening right i'm actually having a conversation with this person there's a back <laughs> they feel like they're being heard um and i'm not like checking my phone every now and then because if i'm going to be in someone's company i make a point to just slip it out right i just yeah. like Take put the phone away, and it was just so funny. I just thought it was hilarious. It's like you're so present, <laughs> and that. to be to act, yeah to actually have to say wow. that Touch you know, face. <laughs> exactly is he is he is he real? <laughs> it's like uh, to actually have to say that is uh, suggesting that most people just ain't there all the time, and uh, right. so I'm like yeah just just get present people get present. Mm. There's a, there's a there's a deficit of real attention in the world. You know, yeah, it's legit, exactly. legit. And, and to be honest, that thinking back to um, a project that we've been working on for the last like year and a half, mm. that's that's the first hurdle you got to you got to clear. Because if right. you're if you're there talking about talking about ideas and you're talking about kind of um, calling this person and calling that person and making sure you're coordinating this and coordinating that, but the other person is not really there. Mm-hmm wow it's hard you know what i mean because like it's like oh shit i've got to i've got to 
crank this car back right down to neutral and i'm going to see where we're at because this is this is just hard work right now and it shouldn't be hard mm. work because especially especially when you get used to having conversations with people who are present like this girl felt about you um because that gives you you can really run then you can really open your like open your legs up and really push yourself you know i mean we can really start mm. kind of getting places with it and this is why this chat's kind of gone so far and we've why we've developed so quickly so quickly so fast because mm. i feel like we're both quite aware we look back to like we, we cite episode one sometimes we look back into shit when i i know i know where i was definitely failing and mm. uh, you've cited the same for yourself and we're not the same people anymore you know i mean how, how many weeks it is later six months or whatever um where we we've we've infinitely moved on in our awareness and then the things we've talked about and the repetitions we've had has definitely helped us but when somebody isn't even aware that that's the way they're being it makes mm. things so difficult especially when you you have to actually coordinate something big um and yeah that's 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 the first hurdle to clear man 100 percent. you've just got to take a big breath and uh take a step back like this week i'm training my client Eamon, um who's mm. uh who's that boxer he's 13 years old and he's doing super well like super super well he's uh his training is going really, really fantastically but he brought it to my attention this week he was like i'm struggling with feeling tired and i was like, okay right well um when do you feel tired when you feel tired when i'm, I'm sparring i feel tired when i'm doing drills I was like, okay well which one which one more and i said oh well i feel more tired when we're doing sparring and i was like, okay cool let's work on that so either either we can we can obviously program some more some more um cv work to, to make sure it mimics what you're doing so kind of three rounds that's what he's, do. he's, he's doing three rounds he's doing uh three three minute rounds i should say and uh we can kind of clear the hurdle make you make you do it more so you're in that environment more and work with the same heart rate zones and do all the science behind it but at the end of the day the thing that i pick up with on Eamon is that he sometimes his attention can wander and because his attention wanders everything is sometimes a reaction a re he's reacting to a lot of the stuff that's kind of mm -hmm. all of a sudden in his face so that makes him panic and kind of almost makes him jump a little bit and makes him kind of uh, on his on his toes a little bit more than he should and then that obviously links into the to the body so he's more tense he's not thinking as clearly and then mm -hmm. it gets even more tired and then before you know it the three minute round feels like a 30 minute round it's like oh bloody when's this going to stop it's because he's not aware enough to take a big breath and realize that oh, i'm out of range here i can i can chill you know i mean I, I can totally kind of not let my guard down but i can still i can still be aware but there's that that heightened level of me can actually just whoop, drop down a little bit and by the time he gets to the third round he'll be much more uh much more with himself within himself to to coordinate what he needs to coordinate to to have a good round and uh it led me to to finishing off one of our training sessions this week being like okay right your homework this week is to go on amazon and order the the power of now like he's 13 yeah. we're, gonna, we're gonna read it together we're gonna read it together yes. and we're gonna kind of break it down and be like okay this is what this this is what this means this is what he's talking about can you yeah. and a big thing that i started doing with him which was like if i'm t if i'm giving you a cue tell me in your words what that cue means to you and he'd be like oh mm -hmm. uh elbow up and I'd be like, okay cool elbow up that, that, that's the that's the cue elbow up and and mm -hmm. that's what we'll do with the book is that okay right this guy's talking about the ethereal now and the this and the that and okay we'll read it and we'll, I'll, I'll try and explain it to you in this way but then you you read it and you tell me what you think to it and mm. that hopefully what, what i'm hoping to get out of that for him is that he'll understand that as long as his presence is right here right now he's not getting distracted by too many things he's not overthinking he's not over tense well then that's going to link right back into his boxing into the point where he's just able to stay calm able to stay present mm. in the conversation follow the conversation and not be erratic and all over the place I think that's going to be such a valuable thing for him, especially at his age, to uh, mm. to pick up on that.
Yeah, big time, man. Being 13 years old, you know, you train that for a couple of years, you're 15 and you're just streets ahead of most adults as well. Bro, that's a sick thing that you picked up on. I really, I really like that. It's quite, quite it's quite inspiring how you approach that, actually. It's it's fun, uh, that's, fun, that's pretty sick. That's, yeah. um, that's amazing. It's like, uh, yeah, forget the standard question set to get standard answers. Like, okay, well, we'll, we'll start doing more conditioning. We'll start doing your CV. It's like, you know, uh, make sure like sleep in this and, and you're getting enough nutrition pre-training so you don't feel tired. It's like, Actually, I've noticed something about you which makes you more tense and um, you're back on your heels way too much. So let's pay attention a little bit more. Uh, that is, yeah, it's kind of like it's so out of left field, but you, like you say, man, you're just going to make such a difference because it, it switches them, that person from that sympathetic state into a more parasympathetic state. From So from that heightened stress into, oh, actually, I've got this. So they're able to expand into that space a little bit more. They're able to not feel so constricted and feel a bit panicked. And uh, because of that, you have more in the tank. That was, that's really insightful. That was, a, that was a sick way of approaching it. Thanks, bro. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. And then that's, that's genuinely, um, I see it a lot with, I train a few kids who are his age and I've got now another th- third client who's 15. And mm. um, it's, it's, I think it's this generation in a way. They're, they're, it's, they have to, they're, they're going to struggle with it, I think, because it, mm. it's, everything is so in your face. We talk about social media and about how it's just this monster, you know what I mean? Like kind of yeah. for kids, everything's just stimulating. They're, they're this likes, mm. follows or whatever. And um, he's, he's, he doesn't even know that it's affecting him. It's that bad. Mm-hmm. And uh, he'll be having a conversation with you and all of a sudden he's just looking over there and he's looking, yeah. looking back at you and he's like, what, what was that? Like, where did you go? <laughs> where did you go for like 10 seconds? Like, do you want to take me along? Because I need to know this. <laughs> but but you, see, you see it and you think, wow, this is not good. You know, this is, this mm. is, this is like, if forget about technique of his split squat, like this is technique of his life. I mean, we need to mm. fix that. You know, he needs to be aware of that. Like I'm, I'm making him aware that he should feel his lat and here's the origin, here's the insertion. The lat mm-hmm. helps to stabilize your trunk. So when you do, a, when you throw a punch, it's quite an important muscle. Great. Yeah. But if the guy ain't even in the room, mm. <laughs> let's get him back in the room. You know what I mean? Let's get him back yeah. in the room. Um, yeah. And that's, yeah, man, that, that, that's, uh, it, it's funny. It led his dad to tell me that, oh, when you talk to him like that, he listens, you know, and I was like, oh, fantastic. Right. Like, it made, wow. made me super happy where he was like, you know what? When you chat to him, he really does listen. But sometimes mm-hmm. he, he can be a bit a bit kind of all over the place. And um, yeah, I think it's, I think it's it's I'm I'm his personal trainer, but um, the uh, I struggle with this sometimes. Where I'm sure you've heard it in the past, like stay in your lane, like that stay oh, in man. your lane thing, right? Yeah, and I, I I agree with it to an extent. Like I'm not I'm not a physiotherapist. I'm not a doctor. I can't sew you. Or I can't cut you open and sew you back together again and fix your ACL. But I don't need a I don't need a philosophy degree or, or a psychology like doctorate to, to know that yeah. this kid just needs hey come on now focus like like mm-hmm. I don't need that to tell this kid to do that and I, it's not me yeah. stepping out of my lane when I'm trying to be this kid's like attention coach <laughs> like I'm, I'm, you know what I mean like kind of, I, that's that's uh that's I, I I I see it when people say it and I just think that you're just ducking the work man you're ducking the work of 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 really fully imparting yourself upon somebody else not just from a training side of things like we can learn periodization periodization doesn't change but learning how to express yourself and organize your words in a way that helps you get through to somebody else and really makes them think about how they're being that stuff's fundamental that's it man that's it and and it's just it's much more nuanced than stay in your lane as well that's what you learn as a pt right like um like your cousin bilal sent us the 
uh, he sent us a, was it? It was like a meme or something like that, but it was just a personal trainer instead read uh, uh, any like support structures like psychotherapist, uh, nutritionist, trainer, yeah. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's just, um, you know, you end up uh, taking on a role which, uh, you know, you never really signed up for. And then you realize that you need to have a little bit of information, at least in each one of these different, like mental, emotional, physical, um, relational, spiritual, all these different kinds of aspects so that you know at the at the very least, like, what those red flags are to necessarily point them in the right direction um, so that you can be like, okay, this is definitely out of my lane. So I need you to go see a psychotherapist. I need you to go see a clinical uh, nutritionist. I need you to go and see a, um, uh, was it a chiropractor or a physiotherapist or an osteopath? Because these are certain things that are certainly out of my remit, but it, it's like I said, it's a lot more nuanced than that as well, because there are certain things that you can, you can work with, which, um, uh, you kind of have to, you know, if you don't put that into it, then you're not helping that person uh, get all the results. This is where like hyper-specialization and stuff uh, is, is what it makes me think of is just, it's not that useful because people go down the route of, you know, stay in your lane is like, okay, well, then that in a way that means I'm not going to be able to help anyone because I don't know about you, but what I've learned from doing this for as long as I have is through time, the biggest thing that I realize is holding people back is uh, their mental approach to getting into shape you know so you know you're in they're in a place where they have a problem they don't feel happy with their bodies they don't uh, feel comfortable in their bodies uh, they feel limited they feel trapped you know they don't have any confidence in it and so there's a bunch of things that are going on it's like confused about the first step they need to take about where to where to look for good information number one because there's so much shit going around and then um and then, uh, you know, being with somebody who they resonate with, um, et cetera, et cetera. So there's the, the, the thing you realize is like, in a way is getting the training is secondary to actually building it into their life. So how do you build it into their life? Well, they need to have a good relationship with started training and how you build a good relationship with it was like, first of all, you've got to know why the issue exists in the first place. Mm-hmm. And so there's a big mindset piece to it. And uh, so if we stay in our lane, well, if we don't address those things and how are we really helping people get the result that they want, because people don't show up just ready, you know, to make that change. We bring it out. I wish they did. Sometimes they, sometimes they do. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes I, I think do. I'm going to recap this quickly. Um, I think two clients in my entire lifetime of training, I think I've trained hundreds of people, two. I remember the guy in London and one guy actually now just now in Leicester. Just show up, just game just switch yeah. game face on and they're ready to train they know what they're they know mm. what it's about and they're both from massively different time um places in life but it's just there in them which is a blessing you know what i mean but everybody else every single other client i'm talking like 99.8 percent of clients all yeah. have required me to sit down with them and take sometimes an hour two hours three hours like just just we need to just talk because because yeah. you need you need me to dispel some myths like you said like mm-hmm. there's so much bullshit yeah. out there you need me to tell you that i'm a, I'm a, I'm a good human being i try like I, I these are my reasons like this is why i'm in the industry this is my story um and just let's have that resonance first because once we unless we clear that hurdle we can't go nowhere 
Yeah. And and that happens like it's about realigning as well. You're helping people realign all the way. So it's very rare that somebody shows up like that. He's like, I'm ready to go day one to day X when they finish. It's like they're they're always they're always there. Nah, is like a lot of the times there's there's a lot of wavering going on. And it's basically that's less to do with getting somebody to train and more to do with realigning them with their goal. And, and, you know, that's completely okay because everybody comes in with a bunch of baggage um, towards achieving what they want to achieve, you know, why it might be difficult. So somebody needs to show them the way in more ways than just here's a training plan. So it's, yeah, you can't just stay in your lane. You need to, need to have that capacity to um, straddle lanes as well and then really help them to push into another lane when you realize there's definitely a bunch of things here which i can't help out with mm. so it's almost like i love that analogy you just used there because i'm picturing like a motorway and imagine like there's there's a there's just just constant traffic in this lane and yeah. but this lane's free so that we just yeah. shift and we can just drop it a gear and go go past people yeah. but and, and that that change of lane is literally like okay we'll come in we've talked about split squats and pull downs and presses and core core interaction yeah it's cool like but, but it's not really get anywhere with this let's let's mm-hmm. go over here and let's find out if we can really get through to the person and move forward and then shift back into this lane no oh, okay now now we're off to the races you know what i mean yes it's um it's it's really really what, what needs to be done now i see this more and more um tj actually sent me a post of, of a trainer in leicester who was almost calling pts out and just saying like right we we like pts that kind of go into this stuff need to need to just calm it down or I don't know the term term, basically just saying like don't be that person who who kind of goes overly into it with your clients and I couldn't disagree Mm. more I really couldn't disagree more because it's 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 human beings we're dealing with we're not dealing with robots Mm. you know what I mean yeah and um, that if if I if I think back to my own journey as well I didn't have anybody come up to me and talk to me about who I was who I was being at that time and that's what made it longer you know what I mean if somebody had kind of come up to me and said oh who are you like what's going on in your life Let's just chat about that. Let me just kind of mm. get in to know you and then be like, oh, well, you go to the gym quite a lot, right? I mean, you, you're, you're, but you know, you're a bit overweight. Like, you want to get that? You want to sort that out? Yeah, I want to sort that out. Do you really know how to sort it out? Are you, are you is, are your habits now aligning with that stuff? Oh, well, not really. Okay, well, let's get into that. You know, I mean, that's, that's largely, that's the approach I'll have on the gym floor. If I talk to somebody on yeah. the gym floor, I'm not going to go up to them and be like, oh, well, show me a split squat technique. Let me make sure it's perfect. It's like, no, I'm not here to do that. I'm here to help this human being. You know what I mean? And that's, uh, that's, it's 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 just proof that as a PT, what you sign like like Bilal said in that post, like that the guy that Bilal uh, said the post over about, um, there's so much more to this game. There's so much more to mm-hmm. this game, and luckily I've got a few clients right now who are actually wanting to be PTs. Like, and this is this is happening yeah. quite a lot where people want to get qualified Amazing. in the industry, and you feel like uh, I had a really good chat with a guy yesterday about this. Um, you feel like they're qualified and they'll have level three. But it doesn't mm. mean shit, you know. I mean, because because that, yeah, exactly. that, that, that's like you have your reps qualification, but do you are, do you are you life qualified? You know, I mean, are, are you are you mm. school of life qualified? Like you need that first, because because that allows you to go next to somebody and be like, no, I can help you. Let me talk to you about your mm. life. Let me kind of help you organize this, that, and the other. It's um, yeah, they don't teach you that in reps. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like your reps level three qualified is like, yeah, thanks. It's um, it, there's a lot more to it than that. And I, actually, yeah, I've had to say that to a few people. Um, there is there's been a few people down uh, down the road who've uh, uh, who've asked about like you know being a PT. I was like, cool, like you know, great. I'm never ever gonna um, 
somebody once said to me is like man you sounded like you were pretty heavy with this person i was like no no i'm just telling them how it is like i want them to go and do the thing they really want to go and do but you got to understand that um there's there's more to it than just getting that level three qualification is like that's your route in and uh, you know arguably it's even it's like it's so basic that it's kind of embarrassing so um and it still is that way as uh, by the looks of it mm-hmm. but um but you know once you're in is like then you got to think uh, and i always even say as well because like a lot of P- pt companies have like uh, the bells and whistles you know here's a diploma and do an education in this and that and this and that like um i'm like look the only thing you need to become a pt is that um uh, uh, i think it's the the, uh, the basic nutrition uh, module and um the basic modules on anatomy and physiology and how to a program for clients and stuff basically mm-hmm. i was like just do those like don't even think about doing all the bells and whistles unless it like completely speaks out to you because once you start you're going to realize that um there's like you know a few months down the line you, there's a different way you might want to approach things because you'll go in there and you'll start realizing that people uh, people are a little bit different and um then it's going to expose you to what you really really want to do because i can say that from experience as well like i'd signed up to like the diploma and just like paid a bunch of money out of my ass, which uh, really shouldn't have done. And I was just wasting my time on it because when it came down to it, I was like, oh, I didn't need any of that. And I didn't want to use any of that ultimately as well, because I realized very quickly once I got into the industry that I wanted to approach it in a very different way to what that diploma suggested I was going to approach it. Um, and that was only made obvious through practical experience. So there's uh, there's absolutely no need to, you know, to do that. And, um, but yeah, you got to do the, just because you got that basic as well doesn't mean uh doesn't mean you got the uh got the experience you got that you got that entry you got that entry in and now it, education really begins it's like now you really start to think about what it is that i want to do and you start to realize that you impact people in uh, a lot more ways than just getting them fit mm-hmm. too right man too right and i, I remember, remember a chat i had with nick mitchell once um mm. and i was lucky enough to have a few chats with him and um one time, I remember he was dressing the, the whole teammate over at UP, and we only said that a PT on the gym floor, a commercial gym floor, has to wear many hats. And, mm. um, and this is one of the things that actually made me wanna made me wanna not be at a company that made me only wear one hat, uh, which mm. was a trainer, and which was kind of like it was it was a bit too shoehorned for my liking. Um, mm. And it was that I want to wear many hats. I want to be. Um, I, I don't like this phrase, but it's it's. He used like jack of all trades, master of none. So I want to be a master of all trades, jack of none. You know I mean, I want to be a master of all trades, jack of none. And that, that that's that's kind of uh, that's the picture that's painted. Oh, you've got to do a lot on the gym floor. So so join a company that that is uh, taking a lot of the ambiguity away. The sales process is gone, um, teaching you how to how to deal with clients, and they do a good job at it. Um, but I want to be able to connect with people at a human level because ultimately I'm missing those reps now. And I, when I when I when I came back to a public gym floor, which I love being on right now, it's not ideal for training clients because you're looking for the six kilo dumbbell, and some guys doing kickback with it over there, and some girls <laughs> doing doing like God knows what with it over there, and you think oh, this is annoying. But then you work around yeah. it, right? Um, yeah. But at the same time, having that process of approaching human beings and actually talking to them, just talking to somebody about about, and and it's difficult. It is difficult to approach somebody on the gym floor, but having the energy about you that you're not there to to sell something you're actually there to impart knowledge 
And if you have knowledge to impart, it won't take you long to get that into a conversation. And for somebody, the right person, who's actually got investment and intention to be like, oh, this person's somebody that I need to spend more time with. So here, mm-hmm. let, me, let me part with some of, my, some of my hard-earned money and actually book in time with you to see you three, four times yeah. a week. And uh, let's move forward. You know I mean? That's, that's, uh, that's I, 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 when, when you said that, I think the impression that you're trying to give off was one of here is better, but it made me think, no, no, there is better. Like I need, I need more tasks to do. I don't just need to focus on this one task, uh, which isn't personally fulfilling me. Um, yeah, yeah, it's 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 interesting, interesting man. Interesting. It always comes back down to the, the many, many like plates of plate, many plates you have to spin to be a uh, hopefully a good personal trainer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. Just uh, yeah, take it all on board and um, yeah, and just kind of be honest with yourself as well. It's like you know what, I really don't want to go down that path. I need to find somebody who's better at that than I am because if that opportunity uh, or if that situation ever arises, I can point somebody in that direction. You know. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, certainly important to, to figure that out, man. Too right, too right. And it's, it's important to, to be on the gym floor. I mean, this, this is kind of, it's not a gripe with online personal trainers, but I think having on face-to-face conversations with another human being is mm. everything, man. Like, I can't wait for the day we get to do this podcast in person. It's going to be good. <laughs> yeah, I've, exactly. I've, not, I've not seen you since we started this shit. Like, exactly. People probably don't even know that. Like, no, like, we've not seen you. Seen you. We've conceived this baby. And we've not even exactly. seen each other. Seen exactly. Like, absent parents just like <laughs> just <laughs> do what they need to do. But then I actually, I can't wait to just call there. Be like, oh shit, you're real. I can actually exactly. uh, I see how present you are as well. Like that, like, like, like that chick. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I think, I think being on the gym floor with a person and seeing and being just being in their presence that's vital man you can't Mm -hmm. in my opinion you you can if you're a very good online coach you've done all the work go straight to Mm -hmm. online but i think you need to have time spent on the gym floor with people and it's it's almost it's almost like a rite of passage in some some ways it probably seen as i'm wasting time i could be online i could be reaching more people i could be impacting more people yes but Mm -hmm. to hone the craft and to really see someone and to be like okay mm-hmm. well like i wouldn't have picked up on Eamon's jitteriness if i hadn't seen him and had conversations yes. with him in person like that intuition only comes from spending time with the guy and going yes. to his house and training him versus me looking at a check-in sheet and being like, okay cool tick you're good crack on mm-hmm. and let me let me increase your volume here and drop your and ch- change your tempo there and swap out this extra like so it's like yeah again mm-hmm. we're not writing te- we're not writing programs for, for robots here we're writing programs for human beings yeah yeah That's so it. go and be present the gym man yeah and that is yeah that is sound i mean yeah if there's people who want to become personal trainers, like you said some of your clients want to become personal trainers and if they're listening as well um yeah you want to get that experience on the gym floor for sure just for exactly the reason that you said and um and i think it's also what has helped me through this period as well because i've basically been solely online since lockdown started and um and and it's it's just worked out. Yeah, actually, I mean, I may, I've made it work out, you know. And thankfully, like you know, my clients have been super supportive as well. And um, and uh, they've yeah, I feel like they've they've really benefited from it as well. And they've taken things to the next level. Um, but it's because of the experience that I had already, and knowing the things that um, affect people is what allowed me to create the online program that I have created so that people can follow that. Otherwise, you know, it's just a bit of a, a bit of a shot in the dark as well, because a lot of it has some behavioral elements in it too, as well is like, uh, it's not just going to be about, 
here's your training and program that in it's going to be about how you go about living that life which is going to get you to the result that you want and sustain that result and um, you know, i was able to bash out a program simply because i've seen yeah you know, i've been in it long enough and i've seen it from with people as well so if you want to go online it's certainly viable um but just uh, you just got to take uh you got to take the physical experience first and then be able to apply that i think i think that's super super necessary yes i was waiting for it i was waiting for that just yes. pow super necessary okay. Tell you, man. exactly we're, we're manifesting that's it we're manifesting that shit and street jesus is going to hear us we yeah say, we, exactly. we say it every sunday we say it every yeah. sunday and it's it's like it's like a rip like, i don't know some ripple effect some butterfly in china's flapped its wings and he's gonna be like oh, <laughs> i need to listen to this part it'll be like hopefully youtube like fix the algorithm send it to his suggested feed let him listen to this episode play it from right here somehow and they'll be like oh these guys yep that's it i will be we'll be in the middle and it'll be street jesus brown right over there exactly yeah <laughs> street jesus brown <laughs> I'm calling it. I'm calling it right now. Yeah, exactly. Our our rules, Jorge. It's our rules. You got to sign. You got to yeah. sign Brown. <laughs> That's it. Bill, I'm still annoyed at Bill because he's the only one who came on the podcast. He actually called himself anything Brown. He just put Bill out. I was like, yeah, Come exactly. on, cuz. Come on now. Let's go. <laughs> That's it. That's funny, man. And then like even okay. yeah, even even Sai came up with his own wrestling name, right? He's like, yeah. get the tables. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's a legend, man. He's a legend. Yeah. I messaged him yesterday. He's catching catch up with him this week at some mm. point. He's, he's he's super busy out there. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, well, he put up um he put up a post if uh, yeah for for our listeners to check out um on Instagram at Kingsley Dutton and uh Sai put up a post super inspiring of his client who was just super shy, didn't even like taking pictures, and then after his transformation, he's got him taking pictures um of his transformation in like the busiest part of hong kong mm. and uh, you know so you can kind of imagine the the not just the physical but, but the mental and transformation that this person has taken on as well and he talked about it in the podcast with us as well it's like uh, um yeah listen to episode 18 i think it was and yeah it was just uh no not 18 i can't remember now i, can't remember now. I, I, I hope it is 18 i hope it is. Yeah. i was yeah. so impressed that i was so impressed just yeah like, exactly like, Ariel, Ariel Hawani. he's like ufc 131 it's like gg knows i think i think it is i think it actually is i think it's 18 jeez man that's my um that's my aspie kicking in yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so uh yeah it was sick it was uh it was super inspiring he talked about it in the podcast as well like the kind of thing that makes him tick mm. and uh, yeah that, that is that is what it's about actually on that note let me give a shout out to my client catherine you actually asked me to talk about this and i think i'm going to be able to squeeze it in as well it, we had a conversation about uh, alcohol intake and how it affects your uh, how it affects your uh, uh weight loss goals right first of all i want to say with well, is like smashing it in that she's making the incremental gains and uh, the shifts are occurring and just you know that's super that's just delightful to see like when somebody's making those shifts and realizing like where they're coming from where they're going and where they're at in their journey and how they're um how you don't have to you don't have to come from a negative place with it you can always come from a positive place for it and appreciate that journey and that's certainly happening and just like super um it's, it's super cool to see uh, uh that process taking 
taking place as well. And uh, yeah, so I'm super stoked for her and the kind of uh, results that she's going to get to. Like, I know she'll make it. It's just, uh, just got to keep going. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then we were having a conversation because uh, uh, just alcohol intake came up, you know, like how to manage alcohol intake. She, she said, like, what you just told me, I think you should talk about it in your podcast. I was like, all right, let's 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 talk about it. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll find a way to make it fit. And I thought that was actually a good point to bring it in. Um, and so the idea, it was basically about uh, how it interferes with uh, weight loss goals, right? So when somebody's on uh, a weight loss goal, like I always say to people is you want to have the, uh, you still want to be able to have a sustainable lifestyle. So you want to enjoy your lifestyle, right? It's not, not about like complete restriction where, you know, some people want to blow their brains out by doing that. So I say to them, look, you have to make it fit. But if the if the particular goal is weight loss, then you've got to make sure that regardless of what you're eating is you're in a calorie deficit. Right? Um, so your energy out, your expenditure, your activity levels, your basic day to day is uh, the energy that you spend on that is going to be greater than the energy that you intake through food, through drink. And um, and so with alcohol, uh, first of all, it has like seven calories per gram of um of alcohol and uh, and then and then some because of like you know it, depending on the kind of drink that you're having there could be more sugary as well so there's going to be some carbohydrates in that too to put that into perspective protein and carbohydrates have four calories per gram and fat has nine calories per gram so uh, alcohol is closer to fat in calorie intake than it is to the others and not just that there's no nutrition in alcohol as well so you're consuming empty calories so your body still is craving nourishment so it will still tell you to eat food and eat more than you normally would if you're consuming alcohol because it, those calories don't really do anything for you so that's one way that interferes with um you know, your weight loss goal is just without realizing it you're consuming way more calories than um you you otherwise would then um so that's why you've got to be sort of mindful of what you're drinking how much of it you're drinking so that it helps still keeps you in a calorie deficit overall then uh, the other thing is is um, alcohol interferes with fat metabolism right so you know your ability to use fat as a fuel and uh, it's with alcohol uh, which is ethanol is quite toxic for the body right so anytime you ingest uh, alcohol your body and your liver just goes hey I don't like that being here. I'm going to preferentially use that uh, to and metabolize that so that I can get it out of the system as quickly as possible. And um, so when you're doing that, you're not going to be using any other fuel source uh, within the body. And um, if you're having excess alcohol regularly, that's what creates fatty liver syndrome, which is fat depositing itself on the livers. And uh, because you're just not using uh, fat, uh, your, your your liver is not metabolizing fat. It's not using it as uh, it's not breaking it down so that your body can use it. So um, and it's been shown that even like in just regular amounts of alcohol as well, you're impairing your body's ability to uh, metabolize fat. So that's another way where it's going to impair your uh, uh, it holds you back in your in your weight loss goal. So especially if you end up consuming more than um, the, what keeps you into a calorie deficit because it makes it a hell of a lot easier to put weight on and um so yeah so that was a couple of things we talked about and she was like you know that was something that i feel like you know more people could do with hearing how uh, the empty calories end up um, helping you put on 
put on weight if you are unable to maintain a calorie deficit while drinking alcohol and uh, how it impairs your fat metabolism. And uh, on top of that, it's also interferes with like uh, a bunch, uh, all the cells, um, like the battery, the so-called battery, the mitochondrion cells, where if there's, uh, if there's excess alcohol in the system, then they, um, they don't, they don't create energy as efficiently as well. So if they're not creating energy, so even though your metabolism goes up because you're trying to get rid of alcohol from your body, you're, um, uh, you're not actually, it's not, it's kind of like, uh, it's not doing anything useful. It's mm. the only, sorry, the only useful thing it's doing is getting rid of alcohol from your body. So, mm. but otherwise in other cells in your body, it's impairing uh, their ability to Process. use process exactly and create fuel um for you so again that's another way that's interfering with that and then another way that it can interfere with it is um because inhibitions are reduced as well and um with alcohol intake it can put you into a hypoglycemic state i it reduces your blood sugar levels so your body and your brain just go i need food otherwise i'm going to go into a hypoglycemic shock mm -hmm. so it makes you want to eat more as well so re by reducing your inhibitions you lose discipline and then so you will consume more calories without actually really thinking that you consume more calories and because it puts you in a hypoglycemic state as well your body is just like give me food give me food give me food so again sure. you wolf stuff down exactly yeah so like especially like more sugar and you'll <laughs> want to consume that more so that's another way that it does it and then finally i mean i could carry on but <laughs> there's uh, uh we exactly preach brother there's um the sleep as well so it it hands down pretty much without fail affects your restorative sleep uh, regardless almost regardless of the amount of alcohol that you're having especially you know the closer to bedtime that you have it so uh, restorative sleep is where your body does its repair processing so um if you're you know mentally and physically as well so you have alcohol, your body doesn't get into that restoration stage of sleep as well as it normally would. You're constantly in a light stage of sleep. So you are not, um, uh, you're not getting your recovery. In. And when that happens, it also interferes with your body's um, uh, hormonal processes, which tell you uh, in, in this specific instance, how hungry you actually are and whether you're satiated. So it will increase the hormones which tell you that you're hungry uh, push out and then you will uh, you'll eat more when you're in a sleep deprived state and when you're in a sleep deprived state you have less movement during the course of your day than you otherwise normally do because your body just wants to conserve a bit of energy so there's less movement going on and you're going to be eating more so those are the ways that those those are a lot of the ways that it affects your um, ability to achieve your goal on your fat loss journey. And so you have to be very, very mindful of your alcohol intake. Mm, bro, you smashed that out of the park big time. That was really good. Yeah, reeling, off, reeling off some decent facts there, man. <laughs> yeah, cheers, man. I mean, like, actually, from your point of view, um, I want to ask you about that as well. How do you help clients handle their alcohol intake? Like, what's your, uh, what's the levels of advice you give them on that? I want to be totally honest. I mm. don't really tolerate it. Genuinely, yeah. I'm okay. not, I'm not, I'm not, uh, it's, it's, I love the way you broke it down because I don't know those facts. I'm going to go around and I'm going to, I'm going to rethink about those facts. The, the way I broke it down, I've used the calorie one in the past in the sense that if, if you're spending some of your allotted money of the day and you're just throwing it away, 
you can't recover. You won't recover because you need those carbs to, to, to come back for the workout tomorrow. You need those proteins to, to build the muscles so you can get the tissue on your frame so you can you can uh, achieve the goal you want to have. You know, you literally cannot afford to spend these calories in other ways. Like this mm. meal plan doesn't have alcohol on, it, alcohol on it for a reason. And it's like, not that mm. I expect you to go to cold turkey, but the conversation I have with clients pretty early on is that the the perception of a bad diet is in my estimation a terrible diet you know what i mean so what mm-hmm. i mean by that is like somebody will come in and be like oh, my diet's okay it's not too good but, but it's okay but in reality it's terrible it's really yeah. bad like it's probably got about 50 grams of protein for the entire day probably has around about 30 grams of car- 30 grams of fat and it probably has about a shit ton of carbohydrates and then carbs from terrible sources loaded full of sodium loaded full of uh, hardly any water in there and really trying to get that trying to go from that fuel source to then getting this person to train or even get this person again to be coherent in a conversation with sure. the lack of sleep with the lack of with the lack of movement and then tying into the fact that their body is currently running off this just crap fuel you've mm-hmm. got no go juice in you you've got zero yeah. you know what i mean so like and and it's just the vitality isn't there the 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 calories aren't there the sleep recuperation isn't there the feel good factor of eating a big salad and having good digestion isn't there. So you're so many marks away from where you actually need to be that quite quickly, like I had a client come in actually on Saturday and he told me, he told me about how he drinks every night and it's like mm-hmm. a nightly thing for him. He, he's from similar culture to what we're from, similar background culture to what we're from, but <clears throat> it's just a, it's like an institution in his house that at a certain time of night he's drinking and then he's going to eat and he's, but within 20 minutes he'll be in bed. And he, and he went on to say that I haven't slept in about 20 years. And I'm like, <laughs> dude i I legit told him i was like this this lifestyle will kill you i just said Mm -hmm. to him straight i was like you will die thinking that you're you're living a life that you you maybe you enjoy but your your habits will kill you and um it really opened his eyes because i don't know i I said to him at the start i said look i'm not here to be your friend i'm here to tell you straight i will be friendly we'll be cordial with each other but if there's something that you're doing that is massively massively impacting your health is my duty of care to tell you and this habit that you have right now will put you in the ground, right? And and mm-hmm. that if you if you want that for 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 your life, like I think he was, uh, I've looked at my notes. I think he was sixty two, um, and relatively in shape, like training. But Telly was finding a hard go of it. Didn't really have much of an idea on the gym floor, but he was still present. You know, I mean, that was the best thing about him is that he he had his he had his duties to do outside the gym with with, uh, mm-hmm. with the stuff at home. But I think as a result of the, the stresses he's dealing with, he's coping with it by doing this. And um, I showed him the whole process. I showed him, oh, look, you'll probably receive, you'll receive a meal plan similar to this. You'll receive a tracking process similar to this. Obviously, I'll walk you through a training program. We'll train three to four times a week, depending on your goals. And um, I was like, well, we have to address this because this is a big, big, big hindrance to you <clears throat> investing time and money with me. And you simply will not achieve what you want to achieve with this level of alcohol intake. And yeah, it kind of goes back to what I was saying with people thinking that, what you're doing is okay but really it's terrible like mm-hmm. the perception shift that i wanted to kind of i want to create in a lot of my clients and i might have managed to create in a lot of my clients is that this stuff whether it be alcohol whether it be a birthday cake whether it be um anything sweet indulgent whether it be a restaurant meal is a once a month thing it's a mm-hmm. once a month thing where we're going to enjoy this we're going to look forward to this but the rest of the 30 odd days we're on point we are on point like this if, if you want this here is the plan 
but don't tell me that you're adding to this plan with with all these extra calories which which i then have like the way i defined it to him yesterday was like a secondary spend so you'll go into you go into asda and they, they put the sweets by the counter because they know you're gonna oh it's 25 pence i'll pick it up and uh, it's a cutesy way of kind of wrapping up nicely for you what you said about how um it alcohol lowers um well it actually makes that shift into into hypoglycemia um mm. you're then more prone to the secondary spend which is a bag of quavers and uh, a yorkie bar and then that leads on to the next thing and then the crispy mm-hmm. the wrapper is oh i want another thing and i want a doner kebab and i want this and before you know it it's three thousand calories deep and it's now 9 yeah. p.m and you gotta go to bed right yep it's um as much as we can i think that stuff needs to just be shifted man because mm-hmm. it just doesn't serve us like you, you just said you just said yourself like ethanol putting that in the body it's it's go and put diesel in your petrol car see how far you get down the road yeah it's like like, no man you you ain't you ain't got a chance you ain't got a chance and then that's 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 what people are doing to themselves daily and then coming to a health professional and saying well i want to this is this is kind of what i want to do i understand that it's habit Hmm. but it's habits had its day we need to go it it needs to get checked you know i mean and and that that's Mm -hmm. kind of that's my stance on it i'm quite i'm quite strong on on that stuff with clients because again like i feel it's a duty of care i wouldn't let you do a bad split squat I wouldn't let you do a, a kettlebell overhead press with terrible techniques to the point where it could come back and smack you in the head. Um, yeah. So I cannot address, I cannot not address this to with, with real passion and real kind of uh, conviction because I know it's literally going to put you in the ground. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, amazing, man. I love that. The, um, the perspective shift is a big one. I think, um, like you say, a lot of times people are thinking, I'm f- it's not too bad. Um, the way I always approach it, the angle I always approach it from, at least this is what I'm thinking, is even in my own life, I'm always saying you don't know how good you can actually have it. Yes. yes. So love that. Could, yeah. Could, I mean, like I've got the the history is, I mean, you were in the city as well. So, I mean, I worked basically the whole, my whole career in the city and, you know, high achievers because they are people who have, um, like work super hard in their careers so they can get to get to a higher level be where they want to be and um you know they have families they have super busy lifestyles uh, they're driven people family oriented as well as um like you know uh, driven family oriented work super hard uh, but a lot of the times it's at the at the cost of their health and and so the amazing thing is they've been able to achieve all these different things and the quite so, but the way I always put it is, is you just don't, you still don't know how good you can have it. You can have all those things, but imagine how much better it could have been if you had just a little bit of focus on your health. Because the, I mean, just think of it from an energy point of view, you know, you just, you do a training session where you get, just get a little extra sleep and how good you feel from doing that. You're flying, you know, through your day, you're flying through your week. You're just getting so much more shit done. And, it's and yeah okay the you, you could have four kids you know i've had a had a client who's got four kids um and so that means you know where am i going to get sleep from it's like well we're going to tackle it from other ways you know it's like it's not just like like i said it's not just that one lane we can be in we can be in different lanes so we're going to tackle this in different ways as well but we're still going to find a way for you to get you know at least restore your energy levels in some way in different ways as well so you uh, you just don't know how good you can have it and by like that that client 20 years of not sleeping 
alcohol every evening because that's just uh, you know that's just what you do and also think it's think it's you know it's an enjoyable thing it's uh it's something that's useful for you but again you don't know how good you can have it is you just change that habit for something else and your life is immeasurably better you know okay you will lose some things maybe so there's also that part of it that needs to be addressed is like, okay what do you what do you lose from changing this habit what would stop you from changing this habit because it could be it could be simply because you just it's your way of hanging out with your friends and that's a big thing you know, like you could lose your social circles and if you do it's like you feel like you don't have anyone or any uh, anyone left uh, for for a lot of people so then the flip side is okay but what do you gain you know like mm. well, you have to ask yourself that question as well. And are you, if you're not willing to make that trade-off, then all right, well, how much I can help you get you where you want to be massively goes down. But if you are willing to make that trade-off, um, you will be better off for it. Even if you lose, so in that instance, let's say you do, you know, you do lose some friends, but how how good were they for you in the first place then? If they're not going to understand that you're going to make a positive change for your life, which is going to help you live a better life, live a better quality of life, feel better about yourself, live longer, be there for the be your, for your friends and family and stuff for longer. So, what's um, what's what are you prepared to do? Um, yeah, that's the sorry, that's, we, we, yeah, go on. that's it. That's what I always look at it is like you just don't know how good you can have it. Mm, I love that. I love that. And on a level, what you just made me think of was that. I don't know about those friends, but they're not sat in this room right now, expecting mm. more of themselves with a health professional who you're willing to pay and invest yeah. time with, invest money with, and really put yourself through obstacles with. So really, there's a part of your body, part of your being that expects more of yourself. So who do you, how, who, we don't know, but you could be that light that gets those people away from that detrimental lifestyle too. So rather than thinking of it like oh, I need to go along with them, like like Grace talked about it on the podcast. I think it was Grace was, was saying that like um, she was there like on a night out and realizing that this is not me. That her calling was not that. And now look at her; she's just flying, right? Doing what so what she actually wants to do. Once she wants, she's actually aligned with who she wants to be. Um, and it, I'm sure there's many other people who are also there in that same position, like you talked about London, London living it's fast it's it, 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 it is what it is and obviously the culture around it um especially in the city it's you're in that position so almost you, you need to give that part of you its day also the other part of you that that wants to indulge and wants to have the the nightlife and whatever there yeah, that that has that has it's that's had its day and what you're realizing is that you need help now i mean the, the reason we're sat in this office talking right now is because you've tried it that way and you don't like how your body looks, you don't like how your body feels, yeah, and, and you know something needs to change. So mm -hmm. give time to fully committing to this change. And if you don't like it, you can always go back. But there's a reason why we don't go back. You know what I mean? There's literally yeah. a reason because this is the way. Like once you're on, you don't stray, right? That's it. Like mm -hmm. this. And um, we can we can have moments where we go back to thinking about the past or doing this and doing that. I had some ice cream yesterday. Fantastic, right? But at the end of the day, I don't feel great about it today. You know what I mean? Like kind of, yeah. I look at it and I'm like, oh, I wish I wish I'd dealt with that with some rice cakes. Like that, yeah. that's probably how I should have dealt with it. But it's, it's again, it's a lesson, right? Um, and uh, I just think that that's something that people need to think about as well is that what do you, what do you ex read the signs of what your body is actually telling you right now? So you can't come 
And then the last 5% be like, no, 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 I'm not willing to do that. Mm-hmm. It's like, come on now. Like this, this is, this is not, I'm not about to take your life away from you. I'm just about to show yeah. you a different way. But if you're not willing, then like you said, then the effectiveness that we can have together on this process goes down because you're not willing to give up something that really isn't serving you that well mm-hmm. for the promise of something that will definitely serve you well and yeah. for the potential of helping people or helping other people along the way and inspiring them toward a, a better life like um, you've, mm-hmm. you've helped countless clients not just not just through training them but just by being an example you know what i mean that, that that's um that's that's a big thing it's a really big thing yeah. Yeah, 100%, man. Is, and yeah, a lot of that comes down to a belief as well. So if you're not willing to make that trade-off, you're essentially saying that you don't believe in the outcome that you can have. Mm. And um, and right. so that, yeah, so that is also just, you know, we're about the process, right? We talk about the process all the time. So you've got to believe in that process. Otherwise, um, you know, what are you doing it for? It's just, it's not going to, you're not, you're not going to make that change um, mm-hmm. if you're not believing in that process and you got to trust that you got to trust that process. And mm. it's, um, and then when you do, you have that faith in it, you know, you just, you're, that's it, you're flying. You're, Super. you just do, even if like, you know, say for one week, your weight doesn't shift. That's not the be all and end all because everybody's different. You know, some people will see a linear change. Some people will see a little bit up and down. Women, you know, you go through your menstrual cycle. You know, I love what you said the other day when on your Instagram story. You just like it's like so easy for men, but women, how do you deal with this all the all the time? You know, like you are so much more complicated than men. And uh, yeah, like you do, you have that complication as well. So you got to take that into account. So you know, you take your take your weight reading at day one, and you're 61 kilos, and then uh, day seven, you're at 61.5. You're like, what? How did mm. how did that happen? It's like no, actually, that's just because yeah, you're in the middle of your menstrual cycle, and that's that's changing stuff up. So you know, you go back in another seven days, you'd probably be at sixty point five. So you've actually lost a pound. You haven't gained a pound. You know, so you got to consider all that kind of stuff. But um, but essentially, yeah, you just got to be able to trust that process. To even like when you're not seeing, say, weight loss is the goal, you're not necessarily seeing that change for a week or two, but you've done everything to make sure that that is going to shift, like watch it happen in week two or three or four, it will start to, it'll start to drop in. And uh, you just got to, you got to keep trusting that process. And, um, and the thing about like, you know, going out to eating at restaurants and stuff like that is crazy where like um, a red, uh, a red, uh, a, a research paper on it as well, where there's on average, people don't realize, but they're going to consume about 1200 calories by going out to eat at a restaurant yeah and for like several of my clients that's going to be their whole daily intake you know Mm. uh, in terms of calories so okay then if we take that out of the equation this last week i've been without a fridge at home because our fridge broke down yeah our fridge broke down last week and it was like oh no man like how are we going to deal with this because i know what i'm eating every single day basically you know i just like me and you we both know this is what works for me. I feel good eating this and I can do that most of the time. And I'll throw in, you know, like uh, with my flatmates, I'll throw in a takeaway uh, here and there. And, um, and then we're good. But this week I was like, Oh fuck, I got to recalibrate. I got to rethink about everything that I'm going to have. 
and no, crazy and so like you know we were ordering out and stuff like that so there's um there's a turkish restaurant i really like to get food from like uh, for me i think turkish food is like you know it's pretty good like basically give you some meat grilled grilled meat and um you know you can throw in some vegetables you can have a wrap for something like carbs or something like that uh, or rice or you know whatever it is like uh, uh the one of the things i like getting is a chicken baity with their s- side of vegetables mm. And uh, so, you know, again, got my protein, got my carbohydrates, got a small amount of fat in there, and I've got a good amount, like, you know, a good couple of portions of vegetables in there as well. So on the face of it, that is that is a really good meal. And it is for most people, it's going to be a good meal. But also, I know I feel different if I did have the versus having the same thing at home, because it just it's the, the thing you cannot account for is what is cooked in basically and how well uh, and how the quality of that oil, for example. And that has the effect. And I've noticed it. So it's like if I had the same quantity and uh, uh, same quantity of the protein, carbohydrates, fats and vegetables at home, mm-hmm. I would still feel different compared to the 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 meal that i had outdoors so again because for a lot of a lot of folks there's a lot of eating out that goes on you know fine again that's okay but also once more just know how good you can actually have it and how good you can actually feel if you start to substitute out those meals and more homegrown not homegrown or like more homemade stuff or rather something uh, where uh, it's made uh, in a more health, <clears throat> in a more healthful kind of way. So even though that food is healthy, the way that it's cooked has an effect on your body where you just realize it's actually not as, it's not as good an impact on it as it could be. So uh, a good impact on me as it could be. So um, having gone through this for the last week, um, like, you know, I made some sweet potatoes today, like a bulk made them. So I'm ready for the week ahead. And I was like, Oh God, I'm so happy to be back in this routine. <laughs> I was like, I, I'm going to have some steak later, like homemade steak. I'm going to have some broccoli and I'm going to have some veg with it. And I'll be like, Oh man, this is going to be so good because even though, yeah, exactly. Even though like I've enjoyed having some takeaways, like actually that enjoyment went down very quickly uh, because I just realized that it just wasn't as good for my body, even though it's kind of fun to have takeaways. It just it just wasn't feeling as good. Mm-hmm. So again, man, is um, you just don't know how good you can have it. So if you're prepared to make that trade off, like okay, have a few less meals out each week. You know, there's a lot of people who eat a lot out, um, or just when you're out and you just look at the menu, just look at what you can consume, which you know you've got a good handle on. Like you know, you can get steamed. Uh, vegetables and you can get some decent potatoes and you know you can get some decent meat while you're out which limits maybe uh you the the unknowns where you Uh. don't know what's cooked in you don't know how much of it is cooked in like um a shit ton of a shit ton of oil so you can always um you can always control that variable and you can always have a better outcome if you know you're willing to make that trade off for it as well because you know how good things can be yeah i totally agree i totally agree. i don't trust food labels man i don't yeah. trust food labels i think this is only you, you said this to me in the past i've seen it on the news before or like some some um paper research stuff where like 70 percent are out in terms of like oh it has 30 grams of carbs it has 20 grams of fat well really it has 45 grams of fat per 100 and it has like 67 grams of carbs and like oh only 30 of them are from sugar really actually 655 of them from sugar it's it's mm-hmm. it's a complete lie you know what i mean and then, yeah. then you're looking oh, but i've tra- spent all this time tracking on my fitness pal it's like you're doing a great job of that 
but mm-hmm. if we can this is why like if i write a meal plan for somebody like i'm i'm not a dietitian by any stretch of the imagination but it's vegetables it's a, a lean protein source sometimes a fatty protein source sometimes it's um a, a simple potato based carbohydrate sometimes it's a rice based carbohydrate done mm-hmm. it's like yeah. we'll have some nuts in there we'll have some we'll have some some fish oils in there if you're cool with that and that's it and we'll have a hydration and you know what let's just see what happens if there's things you want to include fantastic if there's not we're good like we'll just crack on you know what i mean like chicken thigh chicken breast turkey if that's your guy if that's your bag fish if that's cool with you red meat if you want to have that but really that's it and it's such a simple way of living um i, I think there's so there's this almost this industry made around trying to pull you off your game and it's, it's cool yeah. to go wander there sometimes and again like you said yeah. there there are now this is why the, the rise of like kettlebell kitchen and like prep right. prep meals and like kind of good good places where you can actually go and get properly sourced stuff and, and food that's been weighed out macros wise it isn't a ridiculously large portion following like mm. the american market um you can actually stay within what you need to stay within but mm. largely go into go into even sometimes going to tesco's and kind of buying a ready a ready meal or going here or wherever it's just so out of out of, out of whack that i just don't trust yeah. it that's where it's like prepare it yourself like you said um and get those reps of cooking it's so much fun to be yeah. connected with your food like how much, how much do you enjoy actually cooking yes. a meal it's great bro it's it's i i don't sometimes i don't realize it but i start just dancing <laughs> i'm just so happy to be making some good quality food and then you know, like today i can i can envisage it already you know i know what my steak is going to turn out like because i've got that process down now as i like, you know get it a minute on one side flip it over another minute on that side and, like i'm going to have it out for an hour like salt it up and just waiting to you know just soaking up the salt a little bit and just wait room to, temperature yeah you got it cold steak that's that. it exactly you can't do that you're just messing with the quality of the steak and <laughs> i know that first bite that i take i'm gonna be like mm, <laughs> it's gonna be so good and it and i did that i made that you know it's like that's the great feeling about it is like i made yeah. that and like i've sent you i showed you um i sent you a picture a little while ago right of like the burgers that i'd made yeah man god damn it's like Sorry, i was with uh, i was with son and mo on wednesday and like we had an ordeal right getting <laughs> ordering a, ordeal. <laughs> That's yeah, a big one bro yeah bro it was an ordeal <laughs> I, i'll tell you but it was like it, i don't even know how long it would just take just to go through it but basically end up ordering some byron burgers from delivery right so i was like all right i know i trained and i know this is all good and uh so again like you know accounting for accounting for the fact that i can have it basically and i'm not going to feel guilty about having it so um yeah it came and you know good burger it's uh, like good chips and stuff but i was like i've learned how to make a better burger for myself right and it just i just know like when i'm cooking at home i can i i've even like i've basically through ages trial trial and error process but unlike on this one particular hob i get it to half i get it to medium heat heat the uh, heat the pan up and i've just got burgers like or on it just flip like one side one minute another side one minute. the process <laughs> exactly it applies to everything bro it's like, you don't love the process like, i love the process of making my burgers <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's so like you know figured out how to you know like, i i'm like i like my stuff like medium well so um i am not like some of these connoisseurs like my housemate just rips on me all the time that's always like dude 
what are you doing? Like that's not steak anymore. <laughs> it's like that's not a burger anymore. You know, you just <laughs> you, you fuck it, you ruined it. But uh, but I know how to get it to you know. I can get it on a, a rare burger. I could get it a medium burger. I could get it a medium well burger. So I've got that down. So I can still get some pink in the middle. Mm. Like you know, rosemary, thyme, dried, thrown in a bit of salt on there as well. And then like, oh man. And I was just so much more satisfied with that now that I've learned how to like, you know, over time I've got that process down and I'm just making some amazing burgers with it. And, uh, and yeah, so had the buyer and I was like, no, this is satisfying. It's nice. It's good to like get, um, yeah, get some food out, but my burgers are way better because I'm making them how I want them yeah. and I know the process now. And so that is a really satisfying thing as well. It's like, I like, there's a lot of people who hate cooking, who don't like cooking. I mean, I'm so far removed from that. I can't resonate with that, wow. but I just promise you just like, try, just try to get some things down because the, 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 the pride and how good it feels to make your own food and uh, to, to basically be serving yourself, you know, nourishing yourself like that. And that process is worth it. It could take you an hour and you could wolf it down in like 10 minutes or something. That's bad. Don't wolf it down. <laughs> Chew your food. Exactly. Chew your, Chew your food. food. So, so important to make sure you don't overeat. Okay. I, we could talk about that for ages, but I know it feels like, okay, I've spent all this time and it's going to be gone in 10 minutes. Like, no, no, that's not the point. Yeah, it's like creation and destruction. Yeah. It always takes time to create something beautiful and it's easy to destroy something. But I promise you, destroy it and it's the best feeling of your life <laughs> it's just so good to just eat the things that you uh, that you make it's just right, right. It's something extra about it it's like that whole idea of like you know, being made with love it's like yes. there is a reason why everybody's mother's cooking is like the best shit ever it's not just because uh i don't think it's just because of like you know the flavors that they ingest and it's something that you've grown up with and you're used mm. to that i think mean, i think there's more to it multifaceted man there's levels there's exactly. levels to this game. The, the guy at Byron don't give a shit about you. <laughs> he, he don't know your name. He don't care about. He don't care about nourishing your soul. You know, yeah. he, he's not carrying you around for nine months. But, that's, that's, uh, but he's still there with his chef. He's still there with his chef out. You want to go snatch it off his head? Yeah. Like, you ain't a chef. I don't know what you are, but you're not a chef. Go on. Well, it goes back to what you were saying at the beginning, right? Which was, um, uh, what was it like? Uh, the, like what is it the keys to my colossus as well so like you can make anything worthwhile or you can make anything shit right and so even if you're that if that chef has it in his head he's like you know what i'm feeding someone today and um they i'm gonna make sure they enjoy this meal as well as possible you may never have, you may never see that person you may not have that physical connection with the person you may not even deliver the food to them like whatever it's so disconnected but if that person decides that you know i'm going to take the responsibility of making this the best possible way that i can because it feels good to do that it satisfies me because i know i put my effort into it and uh, it doesn't matter how low you might think the the job is like uh, but if you do it well you've you've satisfied a part of yourself that you didn't know that needs satisfying you know you fulfilled yes. a part of yourself that didn't know that needed it because you put effort in and when you put effort in, you feel good about that you know so <laughs> You've made it so that you know with the vision of like, i can imagine like me if if i want to be in that if i want to be in that um in that uh in that kitchen i want to be like all right each burger that person is the person who's going to get it i want to make their evening you know i want to make their day i want them to enjoy that and so you're going to put that little bit into it as well which is that that um that ingredient that is intangible 
is is something that you uh, is something that you give to people as well. So I hope that they approach it like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's the same thing as us as PT, right? It's like I can I can slap together a training program, and this is what the world expects of us as PT. Like especially the public gym floor expects that you know you're going to come up there. And you're going to give me 10 sessions and then we're going to do a bit of jumping around, do some star jumps. And I'm going to put a booty band around your knees and we're going to do some squats. And then like, come on. Like that's the equivalent of like having a McDonald's burger and you buy it and it's just like, it comes to you like dashed out of the, out of the drive-through thing and then the, the bun is all squashed off to one side and the mayo is out of the top of the <laughs> burger. And there's like some fillet, some chicken nugget in there rather than a fillet. And you're just like, what did I just pay for? And some lettuce on there be like, like what the hell is this what the hell is this it's not making anyone's day like all i was giving you is indigestion right and it's just like this 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 is just weak right and you see that on the gym floor from pts it's like what the hell what the hell have some take some pride in what you're doing here this is this is uh, i don't know if you said it or i said it but like multifaceted there's not just a training session going on here there is many more things at play it's like let's just be aware of that for god's sake because Otherwise, you're just limiting yourself. The 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 effect to the person, the, what they're receiving, it's just dead. It's just dead, and you're just wasting your time. You're wasting their life. You're wasting your own life. And you may as well just go and piss off because, like, this, <laughs> this, this is not this is not cool. You know, at any level, this is not exactly. cool. We're not developing. We're not moving forward. We're just we're just here, like a couple of doinks just standing on the gym floor. Like, what the hell? Like, what, what what's what's actually going on right now? And um, yeah, exactly. man, cooking process. Sam, salmon is my is my jam. Cooking salmon well makes me so mm. happy. Make, oh, cooking yeah. salmon well works. Yeah, the crispy skin on salmon. If you ain't got crispy skin on your salmon, okay. take it take it away. I don't want it. I don't want it. I, I want that oh, that's crisp to be like tick, 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 with the spoon, like on point. So yeah, that, that that's my... Uh, Talk that's to my me jam. about that, man. You're going to get me excited oh, about salmon bro. again. Salmon yeah. is special, man. I don't know. I, I, get, I get it with steak. I get it with steak, but I think I've done steak too many times where I'm, I'm happy with steak and I feel like the cooking process is good. And, yeah. and it, it serves me well, but salmon. I don't know what it is about the the, the, the fish, the moisture, or whatever. Right? It, it's, yeah. it's just it's a bit of salmon. It's seasoned easy, like some some chili powder, some garlic, some a lot of fresh lemon juice, right? And cooked in butter, cooked in some ghee, whatever. Um, seasoned well with salt and pepper at the end. End pepper. You can't put pepper in as you're cooking it because it goes because it goes like kind of bitter. So don't don't do it while you're cooking it. Put it on at the end. That's that's key. Is your screen frozen? Yes, it has. What's going on? He's back. He's back in the room. Is he back? Oh is yeah. There he okay. Is. Good. There he is. Yeah. Lost Sorry, man. Lost, lost that. Yeah. Lost that last thirty seconds. So oh, okay, uh, okay. So salmon recap. Salmon seasonings. You got to have some chili powder. You got to have some garlic. You got to have some, some some good salt, some quality salt, and then the pepper. You don't put the pepper on as you're cooking it. You put the pepper on at the end. Like leave it so it so it kind of it doesn't it doesn't go uh, it kind of I think pepper burns I, I think it goes the word is I think acrid where it gets a bit bitter and that sometimes goes nicely with steak because you want it to be a bit like uh, a bit kind of charred in some ways but obviously when you cut mm -hmm. into it you don't want that to be charred but whatever with salmon that's what I prefer and then uh, fresh lemon juice uh, over the top of the salmon let it cook in the juice and then like it kind of goes a bit sticky towards the end beautiful mm -hmm. so good okay. and then uh, you've got to cook so it skin side. Skin side down. So go, go. Skin side down. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So, what kind of are you talking about? Uh, dried garlic, or are you talking about actually chopped up garlic? No, no, dried garlic. I use like uh, as as the do a do a Italian garlic seasoning, which yeah. I'm just like all over. I love it. Italian yeah. garlic seasoning, or even the Italian garlic spicy seasoning, game changer. 
So mm. uh, yeah, man, special. I got I'll, I'll make it for you one time, man. You make me a steak, and I'll make you some salmon. How about that? Oh hell yeah, man! Hell yeah! Date, <laughs> date night at Evolve Achieve Drive. We don't have to eat. Feed. We don't have to feed our feed our co-hosts. Exactly. Is, that, is that is that bromance kicking in? Yeah, in uh... <laughs> slow, <laughs> slow jabs. So Whitney, yeah. we tell, tell the channel of Whitney Houston. She, she she's got us covered there too. Exactly, man. <laughs> just like that's what I do. I get a visual straight away. That's just crap. Yeah. And you cook it. So it's um like skin side down, what in an yeah. oven? No, no, no. On the pan, bro. On the pan. On the pan. I mean, okay. we, we can go. We can go in the oven, but it's, it's a different thing. Uh, pan. I, I like the intimacy of like being able to move it. You have to just yeah, check yeah. on it. Oh, is it? Oh no, do I flip it yet? No, you start seeing the 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 the, 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 the flesh color change. And then you know mm -hmm. that, that that kind of third of the salmon fillet is kind of getting done. You've still got two thirds mm -hmm. at the top, which are kind of uh, are still a little bit away. And then once that kind of starts to turn, you just flip it over onto onto the crust, mm -hmm. onto the onto the top seasoning, and um, usually just what three minutes on the back, far two minutes on the top, and then let okay. it let it chill, let it chill, let it rest, because then that that mature keeps the heat in, keeps cooking the salmon. And then when you when you kind of crack into it, it should it shouldn't be solid all the way through it shouldn't kind of be pink all the way through it should kind of be mm. a, a darker pink on the inside you know what i mean that okay. that's just super nice man so right, salmon right, right. with a bit of bit of rice does me so well you may be so yeah. hungry right now g i need to go to the <laughs> and get some salmon man yeah, exactly i know man i'm getting psyched for my dinner later yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we ended the podcast early today bye guys yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> ski guys and game here <laughs> I was I had to sneak an impression in, yeah. Hopefully yeah. <laughs> it worked out. I don't know how good my carpet is. I'm not pretty sure. Good. It was one. pretty good. I got it straight <laughs> away, so it was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, That's man. great. So okay, I want to recap. I'm gonna actually like watch this bit back as well. I'm gonna get that salmon down. So you've got um some dried uh, some ch 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 chili powder, you've got some yeah. garlic powder, you got yeah. some quality salt, and yeah. you've got a bell pepper. No, 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 no. Pepper is in as in black pepper. Oh, black pepper, got you. Like, right. I'm not, oh, yeah. not, it's a strictly non-vegetarian meal right now. Just, just, yeah, just yeah. straight up salmon and meat, salmon and rice. That's it. But yeah. then we'll put, put some garnishing on the side, and then yeah. Uh, yeah, salmon goes in the pan with some mm. butter, with some ghee, whatever you fancy. Um, mm. Kind of not crazy high with the heat. Kind of just, just, just so, just so it knows. And then just so you know, just so you know, you're cooking, just, bro. You know, <laughs> no, I can't just sit there like dead fish in a pan with no heat. It's just like, what would you want from me? Kill me and just leave me here now. What, what's this about? I'm just like, water, yeah. watery salad right. of the pan. Yeah, that's hilarious. It's not, not like a lobster who doesn't know he's dying. I <laughs> <laughs> like, just slowly turn the heat up. You're like, oh, lobster. Yeah. <laughs> sad. It's it's, sad it's, death, it's bit, yeah. yeah, exactly. This fish yeah. is going to know. Right. Yeah. So like medium high medium high heat. Yeah. Uh, skin down first, three skin minutes down. on that, flip it over two minutes on that. And yeah. um you put like all the okay, so you've whacked on all the uh the ingredients on the, the top of okay. the so this is mm. important, right? So I season the pan a little bit with some salt, oh. with some garlic powder, with a little mm. bit of chili, so this the skin gets it too. But this is a key yes. thing. You've gotta take the scales off your fish. If you, if you buy it and there's scales on it, sometimes there's scales on the fish, <clears throat> you've got to stand there with your knife and descale the fish. Like sometimes you get you get a scale stuck to the roof and one scale pongs off over there and goes that way. It's really <laughs> annoying, but you need, to, you need to get it done. You can't be eating the salmon with the scales on. Like you can, okay. but it's just, it's just, no. It's and actually, sorry, you can't be eating the salmon. Let me say it again, you cannot be eating the salmon with the scales on. So take the time, get a good, get a good, uh, uh, uh knife or whatever and just get it get it under the under the tap so you can actually the, the water helps to push the scale away and you're just slowly okay. just brushing against the scale and it should just flick off 
and then uh, yeah, season the pan a little bit, get the gear going, get the butter going, whatever you fancy, and then mm. salmon skin side down, let it come up, and then obviously you've seasoned the top while it's kind of in the pan, and then give it a little flip, put the lemon juice, fresh lemon juice in with it while it's cooking, and you can go mm. you can go with some you mentioned thyme, basil, or oregano goes really well with this, so okay. dried oregano, but make sure it's good stuff, and uh, yeah, man, aromatic, super juicy ticks the protein box, ticks the healthy fats box. And if, it, yes. if, if you've got the skin to be crispy, well done. Well done. Yes. Oh, That's man. All right. Next week, I'm ordering some salmon. Yes, go. Uh, Let's go. I've got my food for a week. So next week, I'm going to order that bad boy. And then I'm going to I'm gonna play this clip to myself <laughs> while, while I'm cooking. I'm going to pause. All right. Next thing. Pause. Next thing. Play. Pause. I love that. I love that. Yeah, man. It's, it, let me know how it turns out. you got to, you got to post that on the Evolve Chief Thrive Instagram page. Oh, like, hell yeah. Salmon's going down. A romantic dinner for one. She and yeah. his salmon. He's just going to see a picture of like destroyed griddle. <laughs> like, <laughs> and like salmon is just, like chopped up in pieces everywhere. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. You're well, fucked it. Up, <laughs> <laughs> it's attempt number one. It doesn't matter. I'm leveling up. I'm leveling up. Bit by bit. Fa- no, not a fail. It's your first attempt at learning, G. It's fine. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. F-A-I. First attempt at learning. Boom. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's how I got to the burgers. The burgers were hilarious, bro. Like uh, when I would start, because I wasn't, I was, I just, I didn't actually read any <laughs> recipe for it. I just started, <laughs> I just get these burgers from Farm Drop. They're already like pre-made and stuff. So it's like high quality, um, got like grass-fed beef, but they've already like jammed them together. So I was like, okay, fine. I'll stick with those ones. And then, um, so when I started cooking them on the, on the pan, I was like, these these look like they're going to break apart. This is basically mm. just into mince, and so I was just messing it up. So my first, like first, second, third attempt at like having burgers, I just turned them into mince. I was like, well, that was a fucking way. <laughs> yeah, I just ended up basically just jabbing into them and just turning it into mince. I was like, I should just bought a packet of mince. What am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> it was just, yeah, it was tragic. Yeah, was tragic. and I was like, yeah, exactly. It was tragic. I was like, I bought burgers and I've ended up with mints. So like, fine. <laughs> and then eventually, I was like, no, just like the same thing. Trust the process. Trust the yeah, process. Right. And um, I was just letting it cook, and I would just be careful about flipping the burger. And I was like, oh, now it actually is a solid burger. Okay, good. I've got that bit down now. And then yeah, eventually just got it down into the thing that I wanted it to be. But yeah, it's just so funny. It's like yeah, I bought burgers and I ended up mints. Just. <laughs> I just it's like it's like tenet i inverted the entropy man <laughs> i just went backwards you ate it backwards it's like in the in the pan looking digested and you just yeah. like, I, I think i'm done i think i'm done exactly this talk of food it makes me happy too right man too right I'm, I'm literally salivating right now yeah i just ate i just ate before we came on and now i'm like and uh i'm super hungry now again obviously two hours two hours is enough, enough time but i've not done the activity i've been sat on my ass the whole time and yeah just, yeah just talking about it man it's enough there you go man the power of the mind right is like mm, yeah that's 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 important I, was, I didn't even realize as well but i was like kind of just like rubbing my lips like this when you <laughs> when you, you said like i'm salivating i actually realized i was just rubbing my lips like, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm in the zone already that's it. It's such a powerful yeah. thing, isn't it? It's such a powerful thing that this food, the grip, the grip that food has on you, and, mm. uh, and the, the way you can just kind of. Like, I, I'm this guy. My sister laughing all the time. I'll see advert for Doritos on TV and be like, "We should get some. We should get some Doritos." I'm just like straight. I'm like, no, no, snap out of it. Snap out of it. It's okay. Just knock yourself against the head. Be like, no, no, no. We don't need those. Like, new yeah. flame grill, double XL. I'm just like, Ooh. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just like, like, 
didn't even realize i didn't even know where that came from it was like, yeah, which yeah, yeah. like you know, i'm you talking know. about salmon and rice i'm cooking salmon and rice all the time but all of a sudden i'm just just where did that come from i don't even know just I don't, voice. I don't know whether i dreamed it i don't know whether i dreamed it whether i went to asda like what when did i when did i get here this, this is what's yeah. happening in front of me that's it oh that's classic it, it's true man is uh, food has it has a big hold on us i mean obviously it's important shit is mm. uh is necessary but also that uh, yeah it's just the super convenience of uh, the day and age that we live in as well just like yeah you you're craving for dorito just goes through the roof because it's just it's just scientifically made to make you crave this stuff to mess with us yeah to mess with us it's just hyper palatability not cool so, man no it's not cool you can't, you can't be using yeah. science to do that can't be using science to really spend <laughs> yeah. my money like what the hell this is not cool like this is just like i feel proper betrayed right now this, this yeah. like, go make rockets fly stop making me buy doritos like that, yeah <laughs> this is this is the spectrum on which you guys live right you guys at this end you're not scientists stop calling yeah. yourself scientists you're, 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 just <laughs> messing, you're just messing with people and screwing it for the nhs Good job. <laughs> yeah exactly it's uh <laughs> But that's it. But that's the thing, right? Everything's just kind of like one giant experiment. You never really know like why it ends up. Uh, like the older I get, I just like I just I just think like less and less in terms of conspiracy theories. Because okay, it's fun to entertain that, and uh, you know, some cases it might be some truth. But especially, it's just a lot of it is based on just bad ideas and false uh, false pretenses. And somebody, yeah somebody probably trying to profit from it as well but like food is a really good example of that and actually social media is a really good example of that as well where all these companies are like even like netflix and everyone as well they're just tra basically trying to figure out how to you, the, their currency is your time so they're just trying to figure out how to get your time and the way they figure that out is by basically figuring out how to like psychologically and neuroscientifically tap into our uh, tap into our brain so that we can just stay on their thing mm -hmm. and um and but it's not like it was i don't think it was like it's not necessarily done in a um in um what's the word i can't remember the word i'm looking for it just kind of left me it's not insidious insidious is the wrong word uh in this it's not like it done in an evil way it's just mm -hmm. it just happened and it's the same it is a lot of it is the same with food it's like okay now we have the options to you know make stuff that people like and what do people like oh they like stuff which is high in salt high in fat and and high in carbohydrates or uh, the, the right ratio of the two. And so that's the next question is, okay, well, how do we get the right ratio of these things mm -hmm. so that we can make people want to eat more of this stuff mm -hmm. and enjoy it more? And then it just goes down that route, get down that route, down the route, where ultimately you end up with stuff like Coke and Doritos and all these hyperpalatable chocolates and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And you look at it and you look at the end product, you're like, that was made for me to keep consuming as a, there's a goddamn conspiracy around this. It's like actually it wasn't. It was there was a whole process that got followed, and eventually you look at it, you're like, oh, this is actually pretty fucked up, <laughs> right? And it's the same thing that's happening with social media right now. In my and like in the opinion that I have of it, mm. it's, it's like okay, we've never signed up for this kind of like giant experiment, but we never really knew that that's what it was going to turn into, and yeah. this is just what it is. And now that we know that. We look at it and be like, "Oh, yeah, these companies just all they were in it for them were for themselves, and they're just doing this so that um, you know they can control the masses and stuff." It's like eh, that's probably not how it started. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. That's that's such a such a uh, interesting take on it. Um, mm. And I think there's, there's a Netflix documentary. I can't remember the name of it, but this guy was telling me about it yesterday. 
which is basically is it, all about what you're just saying. The social dilemma, I think. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you watched it? Uh, no, not yet. I want to see it though. Yeah, same, same. You were telling me about it yesterday about how like um, it's. I'm going to paraphrase this, but like he he was saying that it's so large right now in terms of how quickly news can get around and mm. whether it's real news, whether it's fake news, it's reaching people at such a rate that mm. it can't really be stopped uh, because people yeah. are just kind of retweeting or, or liking or, or pushing the top of an algorithm because it is um, larger than life because it is, it is clickbait to death. Mm. You know I mean, and that, that is what's driving this whole machine. Um, and, and the fact that, now it's gotten so big and it's got so many users and it's got so much influence that there's no control. There's no control. There's, there's no way you, you can, you, you can, you can have the most right thing in the world and the most like kind of beneficial thing for somebody, but unless it fits that algorithm, you're not going to be able to, it won't be seen because there's someone there's an avalanche of, of, uh, other shit going the other way. Um, but yeah, it kind of, it motivated this guy to come off social media, like totally not have a, as, as much as he can, not have a kind of an online footprint, mm which um, it's interesting, man. It's really interesting. I, I don't know where this will go, um, but I kind of hope that it finds a good place. You know, I mean, I definitely it's a great tool. I mean, in terms of reaching people, in terms of kind of seeing, making the world small and kind of having that de degree of separation not be too too large between us. Mm. Um, but then you look at it and you think, oh, I don't want people looking at who I am or kind of making it so it, it's information is so readily available or, or like being tracked and all this kind of stuff that I just, th those are insidious. You know I mean? That, that's mm. kind of, that stuff's creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Fully. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. And I don't even know. I don't know if it was Sam. I don't know if it was my bro who was telling me about it. I can't, I just can't remember where I picked it up from, but basically there's, um, some dude who used to work some sort of department for the FBI CIA. Basically I'm just going to hash who or what this guy does, right. Um, who this guy is or what he does, but, uh, the gist of it is worked at like uh, some uh, online fraud or like credit card or basically just helping the FBI or CIA just track um, the what uh, track the um, f uh, track financial expenditure and stuff of like any suspects that they have. And so this keys are in like the even modern day and age is just like using checks to pay for stuff. And he was like, how the hell do I deal with this? And I, mm -hmm. I don't even know what check is anymore. And he's like, well, if you know the stuff that I know, about credit cards and debit cards and stuff like that. He's like, you wouldn't use that shit. It's like, whoa. No, I know where that's from. I know where that's from. That's yeah. that's not, I don't know if it's from Sam, but it's from the RX Radio podcast. It's from okay. Jordan Shadow going into, oh, yeah, he, he's yeah. in Silicon Valley and he has, he has a credit card. Second? He was talking about it with Woodski, was it? No, I don't know who he was talking about it with. I think, I can't remember. I, uh, I'm not sure, but I've listened to that episode. He basically mm. goes into the place and the, the, the guy pays with a check to him. Yes. He's like, what do we do with this? Like, who yeah. uses the check? And he worked at Apple or he worked at Google or something. And, mm. uh, or, or he, I think he was what you said, which was a CIA yeah. or FBI kind of thing. And he's like, yeah, if you, if you knew what kind of, how mm. they can kind of track everything, you wouldn't, you, you wouldn't use that stuff either. Yeah. You know, that, that, that's yeah. chilling. It's chilling, right? It's like, that is exactly. Yeah. That's, that's exactly right as well. It's twisted how my brain doesn't remember where it's from. I was like, is it from Sam? Is it from my housemate? And he's like, it's Jordan yeah. Chalice. <laughs> source of information, man. Sam, Sam's a source yeah. of information. So is Jordan. Yeah. So yeah. Exactly. No, exactly, man. No, yeah, because we were talking about some other stuff uh, as well. That's probably why I conflated it, where he's read about, um, um, oh, like MK Ultra and like all those kind of operations that the US government used to run. And, uh, and it's just there was just a story of like they've got a suspect, they'll 
uh, I think like the FBI would offer him a cigarette, but the cigarette is laced with acid. So um, just basically, uh, and sorry, laced with cannabis. Uh, so the idea was to essentially just get them to loosen up and tell the truth, right? And uh, uh, whatever it was laced with, it just basically, whenever they just knew that at a certain point that this person was, yeah, okay, he's high off this drug that we've just given mm. him knowledge. And now he's going to tell us everything that we need to know. And yeah, just shit like that. So, yeah, so that's why I was thinking, I was like, I was just conflating a couple bunch of like uh, source of yeah, information man. stories all at the same time. You've got to go and tell the US government they don't need no drugs. They need Wonder Woman and her lasso of truth. Simple. Okay. I mean, if there's, a, if there's a movie that I'm looking forward to watching, it's yeah. Wonder Woman 1984. I, really? I was I was so happy with the first Wonder Woman, legit. Okay. Like like right. DC DC shit the bed hard. Let's be honest. Right? They, <laughs> yeah. they proper messed it up. If if Marvel Marvel there like Real Madrid just like winning every Champions yeah. League like this, these lot are just like just straight up. Yeah, man. Like ugh, it was so bad. Some of the stuff was so Aquam Aquaman. I like Jason Momoa, but come yeah, on, man, that was like a that was like a Channel Five special. What is this? <laughs> this is so bad, so so bad. And Channel then, Five special, mate. It was, and then it, that was that was on par with like Rampage. That's how that's how bad that was. Um, oh, good. And then and then you have like uh, uh, Wonder Woman come along, and it was just epic. It was freaking wicked. And then like I, I think I think the, the the backstory, the way they told it, it was just like mm. that was perfect. And then she yeah. has the lasso of truth, and she's just like, "Let's go, let's go, yeah, man, I like that." So, so I think that should be out soon. Have you seen the first one? I have, yeah, I've seen the first one. It's like I don't speak as highly as as you do. <laughs> I read it, I read it big time. I was like, "Yes, yeah. this is a good superhero movie with a female yeah. lead." Yeah, well, that was the thing. It was like it was it was solid with compared to like all the stuff that they've come out with, and yeah, uh, yeah. but I I didn't like how it ended. I just I was just like, oh, oh yeah. I can't, remember, I can't actually remember how it ended now. I was just uh, like the, the bad oh, guy. Yeah. He just, uh, it's like they're superimposing his face on some hench dude as well. I was like, what? why couldn't you just get a hench dude? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> it was, it was, uh, yeah, it was like they're trying to throw you off the set. It's like he's, he, I don't know, for me, I was like, he's just a, he's just a weak character. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, but I mean, have you seen, I saw the trailer for Wonder Woman 984. During Tenet, mm. and I was like, "Oh, this looks like cats gone wrong." <laughs> yeah, because the, the, the bad girl, the, the bad girl, yeah. The, the, yeah, well, kind of the bad guy, usually the bad guy, the bad girl. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. who is it? Cheetah. Cheetah. Uh, that's uh, yeah, that that's the villain. Her name is Cheetah, and uh, yeah, guess she just wants to be a cat. Yeah, well, that, that was the thing because Cat came out and everybody was just ripping it, and it looked so bad. And yeah. then, um, and that that trailer happened. And I was like, wait, are they just? Did they not realize how bad Cat was? <laughs> it's because I think with a lot of these movies, they got to go by that comic book folklore and be like, yeah. okay, there was there was there was a there was a cat villain, so do the yeah. cat villain. So it was a yeah. shit cat villain. Let's not do cat villain. <laughs> Let's just get like I saw this on a movie review thing, which was like they're going from the the first villain was the god of war, it was Ares, right? Like so mm. that's pretty pretty legit, right? Like pretty pretty epic. And the the way they I quite like the villain in the book because because they did the uh he was like the the guy who made up um uh, mustard gas or something in 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 mm. the war. Like it was it was quite quite like a deep suit. And then then the reveal at the end was that oh it's this guy, and um yeah. you're kind of going from like the god of war to 
Chia. So, yeah. All right. So, yeah. Yeah. Bit, bit basic. Bit basic. You know, you got to you got to keep that wave, keep that keep that fire, keep that energy going. Yeah. Exactly. But I, like, I, apparently, is because um, like Tenet was supposed to be a bit of a, a benchmark for the film industry to be like, okay, if this brings pulls people back into mm. the cinema, then everybody's kind of paying attention to it and being like, all right, well, if, the, if it does well, then yeah, we'll probably go out with some releases, but it looks like right now. Um, it's like Black Widow was supposed to be out in November. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, I think they're pushing that back now as well because they're just like, well, no, it doesn't look like so. I mean, Tenet is it, like, it's, it's never going to do as well because of the given, given the situation. Right. But, also, they were thinking, yeah, maybe it will do well enough where it's pulling audiences back. But it mm. just apparently is like it's still done super well. I, in my opinion, it looks like it's done super well at the box office relative to the situation and the circumstances. But it looks like it hasn't done well enough to for studios to be thinking, yeah, we need to we're gonna we're gonna release a bunch of movies now. So I think it, it just looks like I mean I don't know. I think Wonder Woman was supposed to be out late this year. I don't know if they're going to decide to push it back. No idea. Yeah, so yeah. Gonna... Same with like James James Bond, right? There's a new James Bond coming out. Well, the final yeah. with Daniel Craig. That's going. To, that looks pretty good. That yeah. Looks like they've got uh, what's the bad what's the bad guy in that? That Christoph Waltz is back, and then it's oh, yeah. uh, Mal Maliki Maliko something like that. Rami Rami Malik. Oh, Rami Malik. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's he's he's yeah. I love it. I love his acting. Both those two guys are sick. Um, yeah. yeah, that's gonna be good. That looks looks pretty yeah. legit. But then they're making a female James Bond. Is it? <sighs> yeah, man, they're making a female James Bond. Yeah, I think so. I think this is the last one with a male James Bond. And just, is that is that like breaking? Is that legit news? There's gonna be a female. I don't James know if it's legit, legit, but I've heard it everywhere. I've heard it everywhere, legit, everywhere. Everyone's like, I've I've not seen it confirmed. Like, oh, this is gonna be the James Bond, but apparently mm. it's it's a it's a female lead James Bond, which I'm just. Like it's well, cool. I, think, like, I, I get the equality still, stuff. Are they still going to call her James Bond? Because that's not James Bond. That's well, it'll, just... be, it'll be a play on it, won't it? It'll be a play on it, like like she's she's Jennifer Bond or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not the same, is it? It's not the same. It's like it's it, will, not... it, will be, it will be good, but I just want my, I want my James Bond to be a man, like, and then I want I want like Ethan Hunt from from Mission Impossible to be a dude, yeah. like, yeah, like, exactly. I'm, do you know what? I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's just uh, no. I, yeah. that, that, I mean, no. That's recipe sometimes. But yeah, bro. Straight up, that makes no sense. That's, yes. that's the one. I don't care who you are. You're not James Bond. You're not a dude. It's as simple as that. So you just created something else. You know, that's yes. it. You're gonna plug in around her the same characters. I don't know, but I don't know how that's gonna work. That does make any know, sense. Uh, yeah. I think. I, think I, don't, I don't think. I mean, if that happens, I think we're living in an alternate reality, basically. Because mm. uh, there's just a bunch of shit that's going on that doesn't make any sense to me. But <clears throat> but that's that'll be that'll certainly be one thing which is, just doesn't make any sense. The what, the movie I was super looking forward to was Top Gun Two. Oh yeah! Oh man! If it's a soundtrack, if it's a soundtrack, I'll get you, get you, get you, get you going. That's <laughs> yeah. the one, man. Love it. Yeah. Top Gun right. too. Oh man, that was. Uh, I mean, the like seeing some of the like, behind the scenes and like yeah. you know, the stuff they did leading up to it, and you're just looking at how they've gone about making this movie. It's just like again, Tom Cruise is just. We're going to push the boat out. We're going to make this stuff happen. I don't care yes. how impossible anybody thinks this is. We're going to do it. It's like, uh, we're going to have these fight scenes with these jets and there's going to be cameras on them and in them. I'm actually flying a plane. You know, I'm throwing up in this plane. Mm. 
and, and they're getting the actors to go through fighter jet um, pilot training so that they can uh, be comfortable being in these planes because they're going to be in them. It's insane. It's just epic, epic levels of uh, commitment to entertainment. Wild. Yeah, yeah, and he's he, he's again the process, right? Yeah. He goes all in. If he's going to shoot a Mission Impossible movie and he's gonna he has to ride a bike, he's gonna buy the bike. He's gonna go and see get a bike spec for himself and and yeah. get his get his knee down just because he needs to get his knee down, right? That that stuff is is so legit, man. And you've That's- got to respect him. He's like, you know how old he is? He's fifty five. 50, no way, is he 63? I think he's born in 63. I think he's like 57. I think he's 58, bro. He's 58 years old. My cousin oh. messaged me the other day. He, and legit, the message was, bro, Tom Cruise is 58. And it was like, what? Like, I, I think the same day, I... Yeah. He is 3rd of July, 62. The geese is 58 now. Oh, my That's God. bonkers, isn't it? That is bonkers, what man. Like, yeah. And I, I think it, I was like, I, I'd signed a client that week who was also 58. And you, you look at the, the stuff we were talking about earlier in the week, and like, no disrespect to David, he's 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 killing it. He's actually a, he's actually a kung fu black belt, right? So I mean, respect fifth Dan kung fu black belt. Like, huh. don't mess, don't mess with David. But he's uh, he knows himself. Like, he's let himself go, and he has he has like this. And I look at I look at the comparison, like, wow, that that's that's a different life. You know, I mean, a different kind of uh, different being there. 58 years old, wow, man. That's God, yeah, there's yeah. different levels in it. It's, not, and that, that's the thing. I, I was at I was at a barbecue uh, with my brother-in-law, and uh, he was he was taking the piss. He was, he does this. He kind of flouts it a little bit, where he's like, "Oh, what's the point of being healthy and all this kind of stuff? You, we're all going to be old one day." And I was like, "Well, yeah, well, I'll be old when I'm 70. You'll be old when you're 50. Like that's that's the difference. It's like I don't. I, I'll have 20 more years of just being a, a cartwheeling fool, right? Where you'll yeah. just be there, like, oh, this hurts, that hurts, and this hurts. And it's like, no, man, leave that. Leave yeah. that. That's this is why I'm being healthy. Yeah, man. He's like, you're even you're old right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Right. I'm gonna be 70 years old and still running rings around 25 year old whoever. Too yeah. right, man. Too right. So I, I was saying to a client the other day. I was saying to yesterday. I was like, I want to go broken. Like, I want to go like everything's just busted because I've because I've used myself to the nth degree. Like just right. now, put me in the ground because ain't nothing good for me left. Yeah. Right? I, can't, I can't really get around. I don't really want to be around. I'm more of a hindrance than anybody else. Yeah. Just just get rid of Let me let me recycle me back into the earth, please. Right, but I don't I don't I don't need to I don't need to live unhealthily now and then get to a stage get to that stage where I'm like fifty five or or whatever. But this guy this guy is just killing it, man. Yeah, exactly. He's just, jumping yeah, off buildings and. That's it. He's an example, man. He to me, for me, I'm like, uh, all right. In 20 years, if I can, if I can just sprint like Tom Cruise can sprint, at, like he's 58 now, right? Mm-hmm. He's he's gonna be faster than me right now. <laughs> I know he is. <laughs> I, I'm like, I'm pretty much 100 percent certain that Tom Cruise is faster than me, and the geezer is 23 years old. I don't know. You could give him a run. Uh, you you're pretty quick. I see. I see that video of that way back when. You uh, put some, I got the angle just right. Man. Put yeah, some heat like... down, man. Put some heat down. <laughs> yeah, I'm. 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 I don't know, man. I'm not. I'm not swift. It is just <laughs> I practice trying to be swift. But uh, <laughs> just, it's... just it's, it's all of the intent, man. So he runs. He runs because he's running from explosions, right? Like you got to run like you're running from an explosion, or you're running like 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 Bruce Wade in the movie where you're just running towards the explosion. Yes, that that's yeah. with it, with intent, 
anything can get done, right? Exactly, exactly. That's it. Got to have that intent. I, oh man, that just kind of reminds me with intent. When uh, oh, I was a kid, right? So we're at. Uh, oh man, this is crazy. This is amazing. This is amazing. I can just feel like this memory just coming back to me. <laughs> Where uh, I was a kid, um, probably ooh, eight or nine years old. I'm going to say eight or nine years old. And like we're playing in this park, which is next to this venue that there was a wedding reception at. So we were all there as a family. And so like we were just playing with some, you know, playing with my cousins and stuff. And um, uh, and so I think basically something happened where like some locals came along and were like trying to bully us off this, um, you know, off the off the swings and all that kind of shit, right? And I don't know, I don't remember what happened, but like I just remember fucking sprinting so fast and so hard right because there's intent there is like okay i mean I don't, we don't want to get we don't want to get like beat down while we're at a wedding you know <laughs> i think there's just a bunch of us kids who are just like i think we'll just rather just leave and yeah. uh, and then uh but it looked like there was it seems like there must have been some heat that about, it was about to kick off and i just fucking full pelt just tilted bolted. just bolted and when we got inside my cousin just went to me. I've never seen anybody run that fast. <laughs> like he's, that, he's, yeah, he was. He's a few years older than me. He was already like a teenager. <laughs> so I was like, "Oh, what?" I'm like, "Yeah, okay, I'm fast." <laughs> I never did anything with it. I was just like, "I'm scared. I can run when I'm scared." <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'm actually fast. It was just this feeling. You know, got that adrenaline pump, and I was just flying. And uh, that's what it just kind of reminded me of that. I love it. I fight off. Fuck this. I'm out of here. Bang. Yeah. Just go, exactly. just go. See you later. Proper flight. That was proper flight. That. Flight no, as well. I have a similar story where yeah. where uh, we were. Remember, remember, like Kingswood. Did you ever go to Kingswood when you were in school? Or like, um, what was it called? Like, like a like a holiday. Like, like a not a holiday. Sorry. Oh, I'm losing my words here. Where where you would go away for a week as a school, mm-hmm. you would go and live like. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, like one of these retreats. Did you, did you have your own version of that? Oh, we did something called Activities Week, where for like three days out of the five, we would go like you know do different things. Oh, okay, okay. But one of them was like, we, like one of them was like we go to Chessington Park. And, yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, and then another day we'd I can't remember we'd like do a orientation orienteering yeah, or something. That's it. That's it. So the, my story is about orienteering basically, and right. uh, we had this thing called Kingswood, where where you'd go and and uh, I think our venue was in Wales somewhere. And um, mm. we just like there was like a house there, and you kind of would all live uh, within like female dorms, male dorms, whatever. And then the whole week would be spent outdoors doing like one one night. Like we got woke up in the middle of the night, and we had to do some like crawling through the mud and like kind of mm. uh, some some crazy thing like that. Follow follow the line. It was really sick, man. It was super fun. And at the time we went, it was uh, middle of middle of winter, and um, wherever we were, I don't even remember where we were. I have to find out from from schoolmates. And um, it was like legit three four foot of snow everywhere and i'm talking three four foot of snow bro we were in well, i think we were in year six and there was legit three four foot of snow and luckily i'm 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 like a shy off six foot when i'm in year six so i'm like okay cool we, we, we can we can kind of we can kind of like i think i was like I, I'm, 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 our teacher was the one of the tallest teachers in the school and she was tall she was well she i think she was just over six foot and i was a little bit shorter than her and oh uh like I, i'm a big kid always been a big kid right and uh we, we get there so i think it was a wednesday middle of the week and we're doing this this orienteering thing and this orienteering thing was like i think it was a 12 
12 kilometer kind of hike where legit it was a group of kids i don't know how they did this because i think back to it this is bonkers right no teachers no teachers right i think there was about eight of us eight kids and um it was me and a group of, of people that i knew whatever and we get on these anoraks waterproofs boots on and um here's a map and it's like a circle like this and then here six kilometers in you trade your map with the other team who are going going to go this way right so it's really kind super fun but yeah. we're walking around the woods in wales bro there's eight kids who are who are like super young and that's it that's it like I, joe honestly right i have some really trippy memories of this place right because you walk through the woods and picture like the densest forest you've ever been to this is that mm. cover it in snow cover it in three foot of snow and then like remove all adults from the situation like <laughs> we're walking for miles like six kilometers before we see anybody else and what Sounds we're like <laughs> games man Bruh, it was crazy. It was crazy. I'm thinking back to it now. Like, was that allowed? Like, was, I swear there was supposed to be a teacher with us or something. Like, somebody to lead the way. Anyway, so we set off, and I'm like, okay, we get into some some bigger snow. So I'm like, okay, I'm the biggest. I'll walk in the front. You guys walk behind me, because because like I'll create a path, and then we'll be fine. And this is this is exhausting work. This is exhausting yeah. work because like, you're you're making the path for everybody else to kind of trudge through. And yeah. we're we're, t- we're told along the way, right? I remember this like it was yesterday. Uh, we're told like there's there's a cabin out there. There's a cabin, and if you see the cabin, don't go near the cabin just like carry on walking yeah so so cool all right we carry on we're cracking on we're just walking and along the way there's this there's these like random things that are just like in the woods like i remember walking through a clearing and you're kind of following the map and you're kind of seeing oh this is here so we're cool we're going the right way and um there was just some cows like in the middle of the woods like not with anybody but just like i don't know i don't know if you get wild cows but there was (laughs) was like cows in like in like this like frame this like metal frame that was they were just hanging around by it and i'm like whose cows are these like would someone know these cows are here like someone needs to come get these guys right but but it was just super weird and we're walking and we're kind of doing our thing obviously being kids we're throwing snowballs at each other whatever and uh, before we know it the kind of the trees kind of clear and we're kind of in the open and lo and behold two minutes or two minutes after that there's this cabin and we're just like oh shit there's a cabin right we're told not to go yeah. near the cabin and uh, there's like a, a New York style taxi parked outside this cabin. Like picture, picture like a New York, but this is in the middle of Wales, in the middle of the snow. And there's a frigging taxi there. Like, what the hell? Why is that there? And like next to the cabin, next to the next to the taxi, there's like a tree stump with a big old tree stump. And there's this axe that's like dunk stuck in this tree stump. And we're looking mm. at it like, I don't know what the axe is for, but I don't want to stick around to find out. And lo and behold, <laughs> a second, literally a second later of all, all of us kind of clocking onto this, the cabin's lights just flick on. And we just mm. see like, shit, someone home. And we just ran as fast, <laughs> as far as we could. Forget the map. Like, I remember just like through, through, through the, through the snow with like big overalls on and like oh. just bag on your back and not even thinking about <laughs> the seven people that are with me i'm just thinking i'm about to run in that direction as fast as i can to get as far away from this cabin with whoever's inside as quickly as possible i, I remember i run so hard that i actually split my overalls down the middle of my pants like i remember running like like full gate cycle just like going for it and uh like falling at some point where there was a bit of a dip in the thing and i, I remember like almost jumping off and landing and just like looking down at me like, oh shit i've just stripped my pants but i was luckily i had pants underneath them but that was a, that was a, that was my that was, my, that was my version of my own running fast story but it was super creepy super illegal 
and uh, yeah, <laughs> just just weird, super weird. <laughs> that bad. <laughs> that is epic. The shit you do as kids, right? And... What the hell? What the hell? I remember, I remember how long ago it was because like, we, I had a, a Sony Ericsson phone, which was like a, I don't even remember what kind what kind it was. It was my mum's phone. I didn't even have a phone back then. She gave me it because she was like, you're going away. Like, take the phone with you. And yeah. uh, ring, ring sometimes. But yeah, years, years and years ago. But a mad experience. Super fun. That is joking. Back in the day, it was when a phone was just a phone. <laughs> yes, it, that's it. It had, it had the game where you go, oh no, it was a Motorola. It wasn't a Sony. It was a Motorola phone. <clears throat> it had that game where you, you knock the ball and you have to slide up and you knock it back and it goes like this. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you, like, you know what I mean? Like, we have to try and get yeah. there before the, the ball goes. Yeah. yeah. I remember that. Phone games. Snake. Snake on the Nokia yeah. 3210. Like, oh, yes. yeah. You know, I used to, because it was called the brick, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the brick phone. I, I, used to, I used to challenge that. I used to be like, all right. <laughs> If you if you're if you see a break every now and then, I would just watch it against the wall, just <laughs> just because I wanted to see if it would actually break. It oh, never would. <laughs> I, I had that when I was um, before I got like the first. I got a, a phone on the three network. I think mm. it was like three G. It was like three G at the time, and uh, and yeah. So that was before I got that phone. I had the the that the, that Nokia brick. And um, and it was just basically it was two halves, right? You would just stick them together, isn't it? And um, so basically, even if it did break, all it did was just like split in half, and you just <laughs> put, it, put it back together again. Plugged them back in again. What the hell? What I know the hell? it's amazing. And like now is uh, like earlier today because my my phone screen is just slightly oh, yeah. spiked. I'm, do, I'm doing I'm doing an upgrade very soon anyway. Yeah. And I'm riding it out until then. It's still completely functional. It's just uh, it just looks like shit. But like, there was there was just a moment where it kind of dropped and I it like it felt like it looked like it dropped on the screen and I was like I don't want to turn this over and see what this is like. Oh, but man. compare that to me voluntarily launching my phone against, <laughs> you know, like like the invincible shit we used to have compared yeah. to the stuff that we have now is like okay there, there's a reason you know there's a trade-off there there's and the reason we have that trade-off is because we want that functionality on this phone but yeah there's a way that you can make these phones indestructible too right <laughs> have we really progressed have we really <laughs> yeah. i, I could have used this as a weapon self-defense back in the day just yeah. launch it at whoever was coming at me now exactly like you look at your look at your phone Robin, it's like i need to update so like, leave me alone yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <shut laughs> up. weak weak phone <laughs> <laughs> like a Tamagotchi is like, take care of me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tamagotchi, wow, what a throwback. That was legit, yeah. man. Tamagotchi. Oh yeah, they they got uh they got banned at school because everybody was paying attention about looking after their electronic child oh, versus doing some work at school. <laughs> and then and then yeah, then you'd come home because like, you know, you basically ask your parents to babysit your Tamagotchi and you get home and like, hey, like, no one gives a shit. And so there's just shit, shit everywhere when you're on the Tamagotchi screen and the cat, or whatever your whatever your uh, uh, um, avatar was, was just super upset at you because you didn't oh, clean your shit, you didn't feed it. Oh man, that was that was that's a weird, that was a weird invention, man. Trying to teach you, trying to teach you a bit of responsibility by giving you this tiny little digital device to, to keep yeah. alive. Exactly, man. That is super interesting, isn't it? Toys, man. Toys, right? Gee, let's, yeah. let's jump off, bro. 
let's do this let's call it there it was a great conversation man it's good uh good catching up for sure as well people we appreciate you tuning in thank you very much once again and uh yeah share it with your friends share the content with your friends uh tell us what you're thinking just get in touch with us on instagram at evolve achieve thrive and uh, give us your thoughts you know and tell us what you're thinking and what you like about the show and uh we'll catch you again next week see you later see you later